0: is free talk live you can take control of the airwaves dial in toll free at 1-800-259-9231 that's the sacl cai toll free line 1 800 259 9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features on that site for free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it is Ian. And Sean. And Mark. And you can join us on our website, again, freetalklive.com. We're going to go right into your phone calls here. And then uh, coming up, got an email from somebody. Uh, but first, we go to Rob in Georgia on the amp lines. Hello, Rob.
1: How are you guys doing? Hey, Rob. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to uh, kind of weigh in on the jury nullification issue that was brought up by a caller, uh, Derek, I believe, it was, uh, a few days ago, uh, especially when it relates to black people, uh, since uh, jury nullification has indeed been used uh, especially as a tool for terrorism against uh, black people generally in the South. Um, and uh, I think that uh, it is useful to know these things. Um that's always one of the problems that you have with any sort of a presumption that one has the right over the property of another. Any of those sorts of situations, you've got to find cases where that has been used to horribly abuse people. In fact, the very nature of the state itself always abuses someone. It generally does not abuse people to the point of death because states like to rule over living people rather than dead bodies. But uh, the simple fact is that every state has abused people and every method employed by the state has been used to abuse people. Um, So that's just the reality of the thing. Now, as far as specifically dealing with race nowadays, there's several reasons why I don't think that that's particularly an issue. One thing is that um, the the country is a lot more diverse now than it ever was in the past. You no longer have essentially a... Single minority being oppressed by a, a majority, which is sort of assumed to be more or less monolithic, even though it really wasn't. Uh, but but, having kind of the popular press, it was kind of it was kind of uh, presented in that way, and minorities were kind of presented as being a monolithic uh, in, uh, in opposition to
2: that. So That's so really let no me see. Because,
0: so what you're saying is that uh, that as a black man, that you don't feel that things are as uh, bad today in, uh, in America as they have been several decades ago.
1: And yeah, not, by no means are they as bad. Uh, and in fact, the two, I can, you know, the, the two best tools for the elimination of oppression against minorities nowadays are in fact tools that most recently were used to oppress minorities. And those two tools are jury notification
3: and secession.
0: And what was it? Secession. Secession.
3: And secession.
0: Ah, two of which yeah. I both I completely agree and yeah. so support. Explain,
3: explain to me how that's um, how that's so. Like, wh- how do you come to that conclusion? Well, I think that the
1: primary the primary uh, menace to the majority.
0: Oh, no, I'm sorry, phone Rob. Phone. I don't know if we've sorry. got a bad connection. It didn't sound bad when I answered the phone. Are you on a cell phone?
1: Uh, Let me
0: get off of this headset here. Oh, that's... I should have asked at the beginning of the darn call. Hello? Say Say again.
1: That's better? Yeah, Yeah. that's better. Okay, yeah. I mean, the the primary minister minorities nowadays, for the most part, is the war on drugs. Mm -hmm. So when we start looking at what can be uh, helpful in eliminating or at least minimizing the effects of the war on drugs...
4: and and jury nullification. Those are really the only two
0: So then, you completely support uh, folks going out and doing jury nullification outreach, even if it, even if it is in the South. And I don't know what has happened to his connection, but it just dropped off. So uh, always, he's welcome to call back anytime something unexpected like that happens. Uh, definitely would like to continue that discussion. But seem uh, to be
3: some phone issues going on yeah, there.
0: But. We we don't hear often enough from Rob in Georgia. Always uh, interesting to uh, to get his perspective. He's one of the, the occasional bloggers over at, uh, or not bloggers, but uh, article writers over at Rockwell dot com. Uh, So 800-259-9231, that is the SACL CAI toll-free line. There is, uh, of course, much to talk about uh, tonight. We will uh, take your calls. In fact, I've got the video from uh, the folks over at Liberty on tour, and I think the audio is uh, particularly interesting. We had Adam and Pete on last night. They told us about how when they were in Denver at the Denver Broncos stadium, they were passing out free beer to people. The stadium folks came by and took issue with that. Uh, they went ahead and changed the signage. They changed how they were approaching it as they had been requested to by the security folks at the stadium, but apparently that wasn't good enough, uh, so they they had the police called on them. The cops came over and demanded their, they show identification. Uh, Adam and Pete asked why. They were being asked to show ID. They asked for the government's statutes. They wanted to see some sort of citation that the cops could even ask them for it under their own rules. And the right. Police... They weren't
3: driving these lawn chairs they were sitting in.
0: Right. They refused. Uh, the police refused to uh, show them any kind of uh, inside-the-system justification for it. Uh, and They just went ahead and arrested them. And so the video has hit the Internet. It's available at libertyontour.com. But I was listening to it today, and I thought, wow, because they actually got their cameras back from the cops. so it, Without the footage erased. Yeah, exactly. So you've actually got some really good footage. With uh, part- I mean, The footage, in some cases, the cops are holding the cameras, and they're not pointing it at anything. But you can still get the audio, and the audio came out very good. Uh, so it's not like you've got some guy that's standing 10 feet away who's recording on his cell phone. They've actually got the audio from the cameras that were right next to the action uh, when it was happening. Well, and the,
3: the audio is the best part um, of, of these recordings anyway. It's the most important part,
0: yeah. Especially uh, when you hear what these cops are saying and things like that.
3: The, the video can be uh, is an augment, but it's the words that are being exchanged that are most important.
0: So we're just gonna. I think we should play that at a little bit later on in the show uh, to, you know, give you some sort of idea of exactly what it's like out there. What is it like for somebody who attempts to hold on to their their freedoms? To somebody who is willing to stand up for their right to be a private person for the right not to have to carry your papers around wherever it is you go. I mean, that's what these cops are essentially suggesting, is that if they demand that you show your papers, you have to show them or they're going to take you to a cage. They're going to put you in handcuffs, and they're going to take you away. And that's exactly what happened.
5: Yeah, it sounds an awful lot like Germany in the 30s, so
0: doesn't it though and if somebody's gonna accuse you of being hyperbolic Sean right. they're gonna accuse you of uh, I know they're, they're
5: going to they're not
0: dragging the Jews off right yet um, and I don't I don't, but they didn't drag them off when they were demanding identification and, and things like that from people I it mean, was, that was it later was a,
3: it was a slow roll um, that down that hill well not, not not particularly slow if you happen to live there but you know they they went from uh, shutting down their businesses making them live in specific areas where certain types of clothing mm-hmm. um, to the point that they they then shipped them off to concentration camps and then they began to uh, you know systematically Exterminate them, and and
0: that was all done. Uh, the latter parts were done. But very I don't. Ex- I don't
3: expect to see that. I mean, do you do you see twenty years from now the United States government systematically exterminating a group of people?
0: uh well, history does have a tendency to repeat itself, Mark.
3: But uh, uh, it does that. That particularly doesn't. I just don't see that kind of institutionalized racism.
0: I would well, it's not necessarily it's, institutionalized racism as much as it is just institutionalized hatred toward another group of people. Uh, it's going to be likely against Muslims, if uh, if anything. Because I just don't
3: see that the them being drug off. Uh, you know that that's the difference for me.
0: I I would like to agree with you, Mark. I would like to say that yeah, well we've got the internet now, and they won't be able to get away with what they could get away with uh, so many years ago. So I would like to you know I think that being optimistic is important. But all that considered, uh, it could happen, and there's no reason it couldn't because it's happened before. Okay, and it's happened before here with the Japanese during uh, World War II. They didn't exterminate them. I mean, I'm sure if they tried to go for the fence, they would have. But they who cares if they didn't exterminate them? They did drag them off, and they did put them into camps, and they let them go later. I mean, is that
3: all right? It's it's not good. No, it's it's horrible. It's it's, horrible. It's horrible, but it's better it's better
0: to not exterminate them is what you're
3: saying right, pick, pick would you rather be a Jew in 1930s uh, Germany or would you rather be a Japanese American in 1940s America pick
0: no thanks 800-259-9231 that's the CAI toll free line you can take control of the airwaves and bring up what you want so is there a chance they could round people up this day and age aside from whether or not they will exterminate them is there a chance they could round them up and hold on to them I think absolutely there is one eight hundred two five. they're rounding
3: up uh, you know, free people anyway with the uh, with uh, the the migrant, migrant workers and illegal yeah, immigrants. They're doing that
0: right now, exactly, to the cheers of the uh, the oppressed.
6: You've got the world's greatest Labor Day barbecue set to go, and then you run out of gas. Yeah. Don't risk running empty. Change cylinders quick and easy with Amerigas. Visit Amerigas.com radio and enter your zip code to find one of 27,000 locations near you. And while you're there, print out the $5 rebate coupon. That'll buy another steak. Keep the grill fired up. Visit Amerigas.com radio.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free and bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. we give you the features on the site. Uh, Enjoy those on us. Again, That's freetalklive.com. Tonight, it's Ian. And Sean. And Mark. Join us uh, again online, freetalklive.com. And the phone's 800-259-9231. Also, I want to tell you about an island called Liberty. That's right. How
3: soon do you want to start teaching your child uh, about the ideas of liberty? I figured I couldn't start soon enough. An Island Called Liberty is a picture book for children, and I read it to Jack all the time. It's kind of like Ayn Rand meets Dr. Seuss. It's simple story, graceful rhymes, and beautiful illustrations on every page will make it one of any child's favorite. Go to freemarketunderdog.com, see some of the samples there, and order today. There's a 10% discount for listeners of Free Talk Live with coupon code FTL. An Island Called Liberty at freemarketunderdog.com. And, uh, you know... Christmas is coming up.
0: Indeed, be here before you know it. It's good to have these things. So, uh, Mark, let's continue on this discussion that we kind of ended up uh, swinging off into uh, about whether or not they could round people up in the United States today. With, rounding up, with the way, uh, with the. We're do not you believe that's about, possible? We're not talking about extermination, right? We're not talking about that Mark. Okay. Do you do you believe that's possible? Well, it Cuz the extermination by the way did not happen loudly, right? It, it was very quiet. They're going to round there are rumors that they were exterminating people, but they
3: when they round people up, they'll round them up under the color of law. Okay, Um, they'll they'll do it in that manner. They'll say, well, the 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 Mexicans that we're rounding up are illegal. They've come to this country illegally. They do not have their papers. The Muslims, uh, they will make it more difficult if they're going to go after people from a racial standpoint. And I don't think that's exactly where the government's at. There's a lot of different ethnicities in the in the federal government. I don't think they'll actually put up with racial profiling. It won't be race.
0: It'll be a religion. There's Muslims are a,
3: are a religious group. Sure, but um, you can be a white large, Muslim. Indeed, indeed, you could be a black Muslim. But mostly, mm-hmm. th- what you're dealing with with
0: with Muslims is right, Mark. So this is what how they'll do it. It will be a you know an attack against a particular radical religious group. In the same way that it's an attack on immigrants, it's not against Mexicans. It's against all immigrants. It just so happens to be that they'll round up all the Mexicans, right? They'll, they'll round up everybody. The people who are rounding up in this immigrant roundup will end up being brown-skinned, right? They'll, they'll, they'll go after everybody that's got brown skin. Are you talking same- about illegal immigrants? Right. So-called illegal immigrants, okay. right? Uh, and of course, they're going to round up other people in the the process of getting illegal, so called illegals, because well, they're the government, and they're going to think, well, if you don't have identification on you, maybe you're an illegal, so you'll have to come into this camp until we can figure it out. Well, it's
3: very inconvenient um, when this this happens, but usually people, usually unless they're mentally ill, uh, people don't they they can prove their citizenship, um, yeah. and so they they don't stay very long in any kind of holding cell or anything.
0: Are you making excuses? Because it sounds
3: like I'm, you are, and t- only tell. I'm only, I'm only trying to make you not sound like an absolute lunatic. That's all. I mean, what you're you mean? talking about them rounding up Mexicans and Muslims. There are people who, and, want, this there are there people are who want this to happen. There are people absolutely a bunch of lunatics. The
0: Tea Party people, according to uh, Huffington Post, are some of them are calling for essentially ejecting all Muslims from the country. There
3: are a bunch of bigots there have all been proposals. over America. But thank God they're not running the government. Or don't at least think? the ones that do run the government are... Aren't so stupid, absolute
0: baseline idiots that they would go and suggest something this venal? Haven't they suggested in the past uh, having a, a separate line for Muslims at the airport? Who's they? The government people. You mean somebody that worked for the government? I don't recall. It's been a while since I've heard it, Mark. Some, just some you, stupid jackball
3: racist said that. Sure, yes.
0: sure. And, and how many times has the government done stupid jackball racist stand, things? I
3: can understand why people choose to. Uh, it's been a long time, Ian. I think mostly we've got that racist stuff put behind us from a government standpoint.
0: You know, that just, it won't be about race. It'll be about uh, being illegal.
3: Right. I, I, I'm with you on illegal. I think that they'll figure out some way to make people illegal. They'll they'll right. diminish the amount of people that are allowed to come from Muslim countries. They'll uh, you know get rid of student visas for for people who come from Arabic countries. They'll uh, they'll they'll make it make it very difficult to be Arabic and come to the United States. I got that. And I'm with you. But that's it. That's as far as I'm going with you down this this merry little crazy trail.
0: What do you think, Sean? Is, uh, am I being hyperbolic here? Am I being a little too sensitive? Is it unrealistic what I'm suggesting?
5: I think it's realistic the government could propose it, but uh, like Mark says, it'd be an absolutely stupid thing to propose, and I don't think they could carry it out.
0: Well, aren't they right now raiding businesses that have uh, Hispanic people working for them and literally rounding up hundreds of people?
3: Yes, People
0: that they call illegal so it's happening right now that's then. all i'm suggesting is that I, that's as far as
3: I'm willing to go so then People yes that the government calls illegal, but they're so only going gonna... to
0: find out a way to make
3: Muslims illegal no, right they won't go after all Muslims there are lots of Muslims born here in the United States they can't make them illegal. all
0: they 'll have to do is say you're a radical and no. then you're going to be they well, can pick you up sure uh, <laughs> We have evidence. They're he's looking a radical. for
3: criminals all the time. What, and did they're they're to Jose to what did they do to Jose
0: Padilla? What did they do to Jose Padilla? They they
3: found some. They guy. called him
0: an enemy combatant, and they put him in a cell. For years and years, is he even still in a cell? I don't even know what the heck happened to the I, guy. I think I think they let him go. after they
3: drove him crazy. I think they finally let him go, but maybe they sentenced him. I can't remember. We'll have no, to I check. Think on they that. sentenced him. we we'll to check on that. Yeah, I think they sentenced him. Remember the jury and all white, red, white, and blue came back. Oh and, gosh, yeah, that's right. And they hung him. Um, oh my god, essentially, you know, this guy that was a, essentially a gang banger, and he just got picked up at the wrong place and the wrong sort of time in history.
0: Look, I, I I, want to believe, like you, Mark, I want to believe that it, it can't happen at all, but I wouldn't say it can't happen. Because it has happened, it could happen, and if you get people whipped up with enough anti-Muslim fervor or anti-immigrant fervor, then they will allow these government people to get away with all manner of depredations. You've got them rounding up Hispanic people right now, calling them illegal so they can break up families and they can take people and they can uh, they can send them out of this country to destroy their lives when they had just come here to try to make a better life for themselves. That's happening now, and nobody's batting, most people aren't batting an eye at it. Because, well, they're illegal, so you can do whatever the heck you want to them. Screw their families. I, I'm not going to argue with you okay. on that. One. I
3: think that, you know that's that's so we're absolutely- already
0: there. Now it's just them. Ma- now it's a matter of them making but Muslim illegal, there's right? And you're saying and that's lo- impossible. No, no, it's
3: it's not just a matter of that. There are lots of people in America. Most Mexican people of Mexican or Central American descent in the United States are here legally. The government is not hassling them, other than say Arizona, where they're asking them for their papers, and they could very well do that. Start doing that to everybody there, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know which part of that I consider worse. Um, you know. St- stigmatizing somebody because of their race or asking everybody for their identification to make sure that no there's no uh, you know stray canadians without i agree with you there it's a tough call I, yeah, which one is worse it, it stinks but there you know the government's not going after mexicans because some of them are illegal nor will the government go after muslims because some of them might be radical i just they don't see are it. going
0: after mexicans they are.
3: They're going after some Mexicans because they're here illegally. If you're brown
0: on the street in Arizona, I would bet there's a good likelihood you'll be targeted with this new uh, stop and identify law.
3: You know, Arizona has uh, taken its has cut its course, I understand. They're, they're taking a different course than the other nine, uh, 49 states. Oh, there I are th-
0: other states that have proposed the same thing as well. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI told Freeline. In fact, I had a story uh, a few weeks ago we never got to about how there's a proposal in Florida to make an even more hardcore version. So not only are they being proposed, but there are even more statist, even more police state versions that are being proposed just so they can top one another on their statism. It's Free Talk law. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Dial in, toll-free, take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Sean. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there. We've got listening options, both uh, live streams and our listen lines that allow you to listen in via any phone that can dial long distance. Uh, it's all free around the clock, unless, of course, you have to pay for the long distance. That obviously will cost you. Uh, but go to listen. Com and you can get tuned in. Listen. Com.
3: I want you to imagine a world where politicians in the federal government had to read. Every one of the bills that they sign, they had, to have, they had to sit for a reading of it while it was read out loud in Congress. Try to imagine a world where one of these 2,000-page $2, 2, bills is read in Congress out loud by somebody to each one of these politicians, because you know they don't read them. And a world where the politicians are only allowed to pass one subject at a time in each bill. These are things that Downsize DC that's at downsizeddc.org are working on right now and you can let your voice be heard with tens of thousands of others at downsizeddc.org.
0: All right, 800-259-9231. So we're talking about this issue of uh, whether whether or not the US government people could get away with in this day and age rounding people up because they're Muslim. And it would seem like it would be pretty difficult for them, right? I mean, I'm going to agree with you that I think it would not be easy to, to get away with, uh, but it doesn't mean they couldn't. Uh, for instance, they are getting away with people, uh, rounding people up who are Hispanic uh, on the pretense that they may be so-called illegal. And so they're raiding businesses, they're breaking up families, they're taking away uh, people from their lives. It's, it's absolutely horrifying uh, what they're doing to peaceful people who have never harmed anyone else. So considering that's happening, all they'd have to do is come up with some sort of excuse, some kind of excuse that's going to pass muster with the majority of uh, Americans who are constantly looking for someone to blame. The government is really good at coming up with uh, with, an, with an enemy group for Americans to hate and to put all of the you know to essentially scapegoat them uh, for all of the country's problems and they've, they've effectively done that in the past with uh, well the Japanese Americans in the past uh, they've, they've done it to uh, communists they've done it to uh, drug dealers they've done it to immigrants Indians and- the the immigrants Indians sure a long time ago. Um, so this is this isn't unheard of, and it it seems to me that all it would require would be some sort of catalyst. I mean, obviously they had uh, the September 11th attacks, and they're still milking that for all the police state that they can get out of it. Uh, all they need now is some you know something else that they can pin on a Muslim. And then they, they can uh, – then instead of creating a law against Muslims, what they could do is, Mark, uh, they could – since you're the most skeptical about this, I address this to you. Uh, what they could do is they could come up with some sort of – trying to think like a government person here. They could uh, come up with a law that criminalizes being a terrorist. Well, they've already got that, right? They've got the Patriot Act and there's all kinds of regulations out there. Uh, and, and the definition of terrorism is already pretty nebulous. Uh, but they could uh, basically say that, well, anybody that could have connections with terrorism, they need to be investigated. And then they could just target Muslims because, well, it's more likely that Muslims will have connections to terrorism. We're going to have to look at your books. We had people calling this, you know, a couple weekends ago, saying that they wanted to, you know, open up the books of the people that wanted to build the mosque to make sure they Indeed, didn't have any money coming from could, terror. That
3: could absolutely happen, where the government goes and says to every mosque, look. We need to know where your money is being spent. Are you sending uh, money to groups like Hamas? Uh, are you sending money to the Taliban? Are you sending money to you know just to, whatever you pick the the, the Wahhabists, um whomever it is that they they might send money to. I don't know. Yeah, I, you know, and then trying to track these things down, putting b- broad brushstrokes on what is a terrorist group in some foreign country.
0: I I totally get right. that. They're just rounding up terrorism suspects at that point, Mark. Who doesn't want to be protected from terrorism? So they just have to come up with an excuse. I don't know that they're going to round
3: people up. They think they would hassle them. In okay. that case,
0: okay, that's that's fine that you'd want to you know act like they might not do it. And I I don't know, maybe they wouldn't. But it seems to me this is a this is a government that is uh, not you know they're willing to kill innocent women and children if they uh, happen to be on a it different can't plot of be land
3: seen. The, as well you know the, the killing of people in foreign countries sure can't and be they won't be killing
0: well. them they'll just be rounding them up just to check them out you know these people are suspected of terrorism and we've got to go ahead and take look while you're under suspect of being a terrorist and you're being investigated we just have to hold you here in this camp as soon as we clear you you're going to be a-okay we'll let you go we just call those camps county jails Okay, so you're admitting it essentially is happening then.
3: I'm, I'm telling you that uh, when they're investigating anybody in this country, they yeah. by and large keep them in the county jail. They've, mm-hmm. they've made bonds uh, difficult to get these days. Uh, they, they essentially the, – the default is to giving somebody a high bond, not letting them go free on their own recognizance.
0: Then you've got somebody like Joe Arpaio who has uh, run out of room in his county jail. This is one of the most corrupt sheriffs in America – this man has run out of room within his jail, so he's built outdoor tents essentially uh, that uh, it, that they hold people in. They hold people out in the desert in the uh, the Phoenix. They serve them really crappy food. He's yeah. uh, he's diminished the quality of
3: food as far as he can go without getting well sued
0: sued more. They're held in um, you know just ramshackle conditions in the desert. It's hot as hell during the daytime and very cold at night. And they uh, they treat these people like. Uh, they as inhumanely as they possibly can, and people cheer that man on and they re-elect him. So if you've got an area of, uh, like up here in New Hampshire, probably aren't too many Muslims around. I don't know. I don't, I don't see any mosques or anything like that in, in the area. But in an area in which they do have uh, a bunch of Muslims, then maybe they will have to build some sort of uh, camp for those people because they might not have enough room uh, in the county jail. And yes, I'm clearly this isn't happening now. But I think it's silly to believe that or to to shut yourself off from the idea that it, it could happen, when pretty much all they need to do is just come up with an excuse. And then Americans will look the other way and they won't, They well, it's not happening to me, I'm not a Muslim. I'm a Christian, so I don't have anything to worry about. Uh, they'll just look the other way and they'll say, yeah, those those darn Muslims, they're the ones that attacked us on September 11th. And they'll use groupthink and they'll justify all of the, like, the horrible things that the government might do to those people. You know, if, they, if that's what it comes to. They'll get away with it. I understand
3: where you're coming from. You're predicting something that could happen. They did in the- it in Guantanamo Bay. They did what? Rounded up people in Guantanamo Bay. You? They used Guantanamo Bay as a place to put people that they rounded up that would be in uh, other conditions, maybe considered prisoners of
0: war. That doesn't. No, make... They were turned over. A lot of them were turned over by people in Pakistan. You don't think that uh, you don't think Nazi
3: sympathizers were turned over in um, in World War II and taken as prisoners of war prior to the? Uh, uh... I
0: don't purport to know who those people are in Guantanamo Bay because they haven't been given trials.
3: W- prisoners of war don't get trials either. These aren't prisoners of war. It's Indeed, not a war. They're not. I'm saying under other conditions they would have been. That's mm. all.
0: Just all depends, Mark.
3: It's in a fog of war. No one cares. Nobody That's cares. What I'm saying. Nobody's going to care. All they did with the, the guys in Guantanamo is mislabel them through improper use of the uh, of the Constitution. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying they're guilty. I'm just telling you that that this is how war is fought.
0: Mm. It's not a war that's never been declared. This is how a war is fought. Yeah.
3: You can uh, bicker with me over, the, the, over the, whether or not it's a war. I'm fine so with you. So it's a all. war on
0: terror. So they're going to round up people who are accused of being terrorists. What, in the United States? That's what we've been talking about, right? I'm, t- I'm pointing <laughs> out to you I'm evidence saying- that shows they're already doing pretty much everything that I'm suggesting they could do on a wider scale. That's all. And I'm suggesting to you that the American people won't give a damn because they're not Muslims. So they won't care. Well, the government says it. It must be true. The it's government has accused these people so of being terrorists. So far away terrorists. from it that it just sounds crazy to talk about it. You think it's so far away? I'm trying to explain to you how it's not far away in the least. How it's just a matter of coming up with an excuse. That they've done all of the things we're talking about, and they've done a lot of them recently. Sean, you're sitting here absorbing all this. I mean, what do you, do you think that I'm crazy? I don't think
5: you're crazy. Maybe
0: a little over-expectant. I don't think it's that bad yet. No, it's not that bad yet, but is it unbelievable to suggest it could
5: happen? It's not at all unbelievable to suggest it could happen. I think it would be incredibly difficult, given modern communications. I think that YouTube would get videos out of it rather rapidly and there'd be some public We've got a
0: YouTube video of uh, these cops uh, harassing our friends Adam and Pete and I don't think there's going to be much that happens uh, you know, there's not going to be much public outcry about this and this is the very beginning of what we're talking about here. Demanding people's identification from them and throwing them in a cage if they don't give it up. It's the very beginning of what we're talking about. Show us your papers. 800 do
3: you have a product
0: or service that you can sell
3: to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 80 talk radio stations from Alaska to Florida. We've been named Talkers Magazine's heavy hundred list. That's the hundred most important radio talk shows in the nation twice. And the number one political podcast on podcastawards.com four out of the last five years. You can have access to our 80 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for as little as $500 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You're invited to take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. We'll talk a little bit more about the Muslim menace. Here in uh, in a little bit, and uh, take your calls. Of course, uh, let's go to the phones and the fun. By the way, I want to invite you to uh, our AMP program. Though, go to amp.freetalklive.com. Get signed up for as little as three bucks a month, and we can help. Uh, that'll help us get uh, the show on more radio stations and, and get more internet listeners on board, exposing them to the ideas of freedom. Go to amp.freetalklive.com as we go to Ty listening in Tennessee on the AMP lines. Hello, Ty. Hi, uh, you
7: know. I heard was listening to the podcast uh, earlier today, and uh, somebody was talking about um, not driving without a license
8: mm-hmm. and giving
7: up on the state-sponsored licensure.
8: Yeah,
0: over at CDEvolution.org, uh, Seth has written uh, an article about why it is that he is uh, no longer going to be renewing his license. His license has expired as of a few days ago. Uh, Seth King over at uh, CDEvolution.org. There's details there for those that missed it.
7: Yeah, the state tries to say that the reason that they're involved with licensure is for public safety, but of course we know that's false. It's because like you said, it's a joke. Uh some of the tests that you have to pass are, are a joke. You mm-hmm. I like, I got my motorcycle license first in Virginia and uh when I first got it. And as long as you could go around the building once without falling off the motorcycle, you got a
8: license. <laughs> yeah.
3: So well- Strangely, they asked you, strange, strangely, they would ask you things like, uh, show us your turn signals and make sure that, uh, the, the turn signals work and stuff like that. Not that you would know how to use the, the turn signal thing, but that your turn signals would work on the vehicle even though. You are getting a license to drive a motorcycle, not licensing the motorcycle you're on to drive, so if you and and it's also legal to use the hand uh you know motions on a motorcycle as opposed to the the turn signals. I, I took my motorcycle license and found this you know very odd
7: yeah the, the thing that came to my mind though was that some entrepreneur should get involved and actually start a uh, driver education and training center. That's in, that's involved with insurance to reduce insurance costs, and say this person is a certified safe driver, and and then that way you know instead of getting a a license, you get a certificate that says I am a safe driver, and then yeah, that's a great you know, idea. I feel so bad. I wouldn't feel so bad going on a road and being a uh, civil disobedient driver if I could prove and say, hey, I have been through this course. If you're worried about safety, I am safer than. Ninety percent of the people out here on this
0: road. Yep. You know, what? it's a great idea. In fact, there has been somebody who's proposed doing something like that up here. I don't know if he's moved forward with it. I think a lot of the problem – one of the problems we've got here with this movement uh, is that there are a lot of people that have moved at this point that are single uh, and don't have a whole lot of capital. Um, So some people have some really great ideas, but they don't have – they got really great ideas, but they don't have the way to really, you know, kick it off uh, in in any sort of a big way.
3: Um, yeah, it, it would seem like you'd have to prove over time that your drivers actually do diminish the the costs that insurance companies would have to pay. Um, you know, they insurance companies will currently give you some kind of break if you take a class. Um, I mean, that these things exist. But it's, you know, mostly it's driver's ed and stuff like that. And as far as I'm concerned, driver's ed's a government-administered course. It didn't teach me much of anything. I think I got three days of driving and three days of classroom, and that was it.
7: Right. And, you know, and then just kind of applying that same idea, though, to other areas that the state monopolizes, if uh, liberty-minded individuals who have the capital and have the entrepreneur spirit could look at what is it? What is the argument that they give for the state, and we can provide that on the market much better and actually provide what's, what's the need rather than giving lip service to the need.
5: Well, and, the, th- uh, the thing is, the license has absolutely nothing to do with safety. It's just a receipt for the payment of a bribe.
7: Yes, it is. Exactly. That's, that is effectively what it is. But uh, the the... Uh, morality underlying the idea of licensure is to say that you're safe to drive.
5: Well, yep,
0: that's,
7: that's the
5: story they tell.
7: That's how they hook it. That's how they hook it into society.
0: Yeah. Well, I think you'd need to have somebody with... If you're going to start at some sort of a private organization uh, that that is doing this certification, it would have to have, like Mark was saying, credibility. The person who's in in charge of the organization would have to be renowned, have some sort of renown, and, and be able to prove that he is, you know, or she is this, you know, excellent driver that really knows their stuff and they're certified. This the Mario Andretti safe yeah, driver course, that kind of thing. Um, something that they could point to to say, yes, this is. Here are the reasons why my course is better than what you would have to do at a government driver's certification. And obviously, it wouldn't be hard to do this because the government driver's certification is a joke. So you would, you know, it have a little comparison chart or something like that. Check, 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 check. You know, you get this, you get that, yeah. you get this, you get that, and then you promote that. And then uh, there would be other ways to, you know, to uh, to make sure that you didn't you wouldn't have people counterfeiting the certificates. You'd have to have things like that involved. And I think it's a great idea. Idea, and I hope, to, I hope that we see it here in New Hampshire first. And Ty, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. The SACL C A I toll free line. Let's go to Frank, listening to W C E R in Canton, Ohio. Hello, Frank.
9: Oh hi. Oh, I thought I got the
0: Punch and Judy show. I'm sorry. That- Hello. Is that a joke? Yes, I think it was. Frank with a joke. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's talk to Noah in Ohio. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Noah, in uh, Ohio, going what? Uh, yeah, Athens, Ohio, to be specific. Hi, Noah. What's on your mind tonight?
2: Um, I was just going to give uh, Ian a little support here. Um, are you aware of um, the Internet uh, kill switch, Bill?
0: Yeah, I've heard about it.
2: Well, uh, I know it was proposed. It didn't go through, so... I heard um, they're trying to
3: re- re- resurrect it like a, like a zombie.
0: Yeah, it seems um, kind of overblown to me. It's my understanding that it's fairly the the fears about that are fairly overblown. In that uh, it would require some sort of voluntary compliance on the part of the ISPs, and in addition, of course, uh, the idea that they would kill the internet would be a major. It would be far more economically damaging than whatever they would be responding to.
2: Oh that? yeah, agreed. Um, I was just uh, making the point that it's out there about how you said. Um, if uh, they would ever, you know, start rounding up a group for political reasons, that, uh, you know, they wouldn't get away with it because you would see it on the Internet.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't go so far as to, th- to suggest they would They would shut the Internet down. Again, it requires the ISPs to go along with the plan. No, I,
2: I wouldn't think that they would shut the entire Internet down. I think that they would, um, you know, start shutting down individual sites.
0: Well, they can do that right now if, if they oh, want to. Yeah. They don't need a kill switch uh, for that. They can just come up with some poppycock and uh, send a threatening letter to an Internet service provider or a hosting company. And yeah. if the hosting company is scared enough, they're just going to go ahead and pull your account. It yeah, but um, it, it wouldn't matter if they had a leg to stand on legally. All they would have to do is basically send a threatening letter, and they would get what they wanted.
9: Okay.
2: Um, but what I'm getting more towards is um, uh, the... You know what they would deem, um, you know, a certain group. I I don't necessarily, you know, you you guys said uh, Mexicans or Muslims. I think it would be more likely like, um, you know, anarchists or libertarians or. Because I mean, I, are you aware of the Mayak report? Sure. Yeah, we've
0: sure. had Catherine Bleich on the show and John Bush uh, to talk about those in the past, and they just came out. I just saw something this week, which was like this glossary of terrorist terminology that the Department of Justice or something like that was passing out, and it mixed in, uh, you know, this so-called uh, freedom movement uh, with uh, the the you know, with Muslims and terrorists and all that. Mm-hmm. and just kind of bunched them all together, all into the same place. So, sure, all that all that hey, stuff ex- exists.
2: Exactly. I was just uh, wanted to bring up those two points that. Uh, they would probably go after whoever they deem domestic terrorists rather than maybe right. and, an ethnic group
0: you know that that could very well be the case and in fact in fact then yeah you're right that would give them the excuse to round up muslims and round up uh, anarchists as well mm-hmm. I, I thank you for the call tonight Noah. i appreciate All hearing right. from you at 800 259 9231 they don't really have the excuse yet to go after the 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 white terrorists. They need another uh, example of. Uh, they need another reason to hoist them up uh, and uh, and point them out as the culprit. Um, yeah. The
3: um the uh, obviously the uh, uh, the IRS airplane guy down in uh, Texas. He yeah. didn't really turn out. He I think he killed one person in the IRS building when flying an airplane into it. Um. You know that much is true. You know I I I suppose something could terrible could happen.
0: So 800-259-9231. We'll talk about – there's a story over at the Huffington Post about Muslims and uh, the suggestion that they – the Tea Party folks suggesting that they be expelled uh, from the country. Of course, to expel Muslims from the country would require a roundup. So there are people that are out there proposing these ideas. Whether or not they have political influence is another question. But nonetheless, 800-259-9231. We can explore that. Also, we'll share uh, with you the audio of Liberty on Tours arrests in Denver. It's all coming up.
10: So, you want to move to New Hampshire for liberty? nhmove.info has articles, links, and activism alerts to help you decide exactly where and how to make your move. Even job listings. Browse the inventory of liberty blogs, sites, and media, or promote your own efforts, all free, at nhmove.info. If you're moving to New Hampshire, you better go now and bookmark nhmove.info.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's you, uh, whatever's on your mind. Just dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. You'll find... There are a lot of features there. We give them away. The main feature of the site allows you, the listener, to control the content of the site. You find something online that you think is interesting, you think our other listeners will enjoy it, you submit it to the site. Other listeners get to vote on whether they like or dislike. And the most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the website, meaning we're more likely to see it, talk about it on the air. Uh, So it's a a neat little community tool, if you will. Go to freetalklive.com and get interactive. Uh, Joining you tonight here, it is Ian. And Sean. And Mark. Uh, Coming up, we're going to give you some of the audio from LibertyOnTour.com. They were arrested in Denver. Uh, We will uh, clue you in as to what exactly transpired there. The audio, in in many cases, is quite golden uh, in a bad sort of police state kind of way. Uh, We'll get to that here in a little bit. But also, in Colorado, we go to the phones and the fun. Cooper is on the line, on the amp lines. Hello, Cooper.
10: Hey, guys.
0: Hey, Cooper. What's on your mind tonight?
10: Well, I just saw, uh, I'm at. I'm in college here in Colorado, up in Durango, and I, my friend and I were going to the gym. We're walking across the road, and this kid comes flying down the road on a skateboard. And here comes a police car, one of the campus police, and they collide.
0: <gasps> oh, jeez! Uh,
10: it did did not work out well for the skateboarder.
0: I but don't imagine it would have. It was
10: kind of kind of fifty fifty. Like he should have looked. The cop definitely should have looked because he flew through the intersection where it's designated for you know students crossing the road. But then, so. Like the cop gets out, and, and he's, he's seeing what's happening, and we kind of jumped in there and helped the guy out. But then we look over to the cop car, and he didn't put the parking brake on or put it in the park. So it's wandering away. And he <laughs> oh, jumps the curb, knocks down a sign, knocks into some guy's car, and then keeps going across the lawn.
3: Let me guess. They're going to so charge the skateboarder for uh, this destruction of uh, state property or whatever.
10: That very well could be. But the most interesting part is like we, we were there until the ambulances got there. And the, the paramedics arrived, and then you know, I wanted to give my statement to you know to, to the police to whoever gave it to it you know whoever had to give it to mm-hmm. just to say what happened. But the cop, since it was involving cop, it had to be a different cop who to, to, took the witnesses. He refused to take witnesses.
0: Wow. It's the cover like, up has like, begun. Okay, I saw what happened. Yep.
10: Yeah, I, I don't want like it was obviously this guy's fault. It was obviously this guy's fault. I don't want this guy to get away scot free. But what can I do? No, it the thin blue line encircles itself and protects itself.
0: So, so they have that, witnesses, that cool. and this is not the first time this has happened. Where we've heard of uh, people saying, "I saw something. I wanted to report it, uh, but it involves a cop, and so therefore the cop." oh, that's okay. We've got all we've got all the information we need. We've got our statement from our officer. That'll be enough. Thank you, son. You move along.
3: Yeah, and I suppose right. the best you could do was uh, give your name and number to the uh, skateboarder in case he wanted to. Uh, you know, if he was gonna, if this thing was gonna move forward, at least he'd have your information.
10: Right, and I have—I always have my video camera on me, so I made a video of it. I got nice. plenty of uh, plenty of uh, pictures. I, I did kind of a Ridley, Ridleyography of it.
8: Oh, so I fantastic. got plenty of
10: that kind of stuff if, if they need to testify for it. Great. But well, then I have another interesting piece of statism that happened at the college here. Sure. So I—I'm in the apartments, which is technically like on-campus living. Okay. So we have to follow this this housing policy, but uh, the first. Uh, I was like, the day before class, I was just hanging out in a, in a room with a bunch of friends of mine, and there were four empty beer bottles on the table. Like, they were there before we got there, and we were making a bit of noise, so the, the RD came by, and he knocked on the door, and he's like, all right, we'll keep it down. And he sees the beer bottles, and he's like, oh, just goes into status mode. And <laughs> it's like, okay, everyone here, I need your ID. Even if you weren't drinking, if you're under 20, I need your ID. You're going to get written up for an alcohol violation.
0: So this is like an on-campus uh, violation? Kind of thing?
10: I, I guess so, but then my friend and I read the housing policy, and there's absolutely nothing about it in there. So we hmm. had a meeting today with the housing director, and we got our records expunged, but it definitely was not fun for the next two days, all the stuff we had to deal with, all the letters and having to talk to the deans and... Right, being and the reason they're doing TV this models. is
0: because they want to pretend like uh, they're, they can make it so kids don't drink on campus.
10: Right. Well, They're, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're, that, they're that won't work. apparently doing it to, to cover their ass because... If you're over 21 and you live in on campus, you're allowed to have alcohol, but then you can't have anyone under 20 in the room or, you know, <laughs> anywhere in the proximity apparently, which is so ludicrous. Silly. It's
0: yeah. so absurd. Well, welcome to the Thank world you. of academia, Cooper. It's your first uh, semester, right?
10: Yeah, yeah. It, it's been it's been fine other than that, though. So
0: how how is it? Uh, yeah. you, you by the way uh, have left the the enclave of the Shire, uh, New Hampshire, as a, a free state project participant. <laughs>
3: it breaks Ian's heart, you Cooper. Have, uh, you, you break
0: have, it Ian's uh, heart. You have left the uh, the safety of the Shire for uh, in search of an education, and uh, I hope that uh, you don't get in too much s while you're out there.
10: That that is true. But I have been. I have handed out probably a hundred free talk live flyers since I've been here. Excellent. So I'm I'm spreading the word.
0: That makes us feel better, Cooper. Yeah, it does. It does. Anyway, thanks, man. Appreciate the story tonight, and uh, be safe out there. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. He'll be back. I'm not worried about that.
3: (laughs) Ian would rather you sleep with his wife (laughs) than uh, than, than to to leave New Hampshire. My God, (laughs) you're what? You're what? (laughs) Leaving New Hampshire?
0: We continue here. Uh, You can dial in about absolutely anything. Uh, The story is from huffingtonpost.com about this muslim center which we've discussed on a recent saturday night program and we heard pretty much all the excuses uh the excuses for trying to prevent these folks from using their property in the way they deem fit by building a, mo- a mosque i mean they should be able to build whatever it is they want to it's their land but all these people that uh that hate folks who are different from them We'll come up with all manner of reasons why they shouldn't be allowed to. This, this is America. It's a Christian nation. You can't be just building whatever mosques you want wherever you want. What do you think, this is a free country? Anyway, so uh all these people that want to stop this, uh, there's
3: there's a good solution for this. I'll tell you what. These people who have this property, whether the mosque is being uh whether the the land for it's being rented or whether they own it, it's difficult to know. New York's uh, city is uh, the the land itself is so dear. Um and and the taxes are so high. But if you really really want to stop this, there's a price that somebody will sell this land to you for. Mm-hmm.
0: Buy it. Raise the money. Yeah, there you go and then buy all the other land around there too just because to make these sure. people you know there's mosques all over
3: uh New York City and and you know, maybe this one's being built as a thumbing of the nose at, uh, at, at the at the American, the terrible Americans, or whatever it is. I don't know. I, I you know, I've heard accusations that the uh, the 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 Cordoba name of it or something has to do with a Muslim victory in Spain, and so therefore this is a direct <laughs> nose thumbing at Washington. It may very well be. I don't know. Uh, I mean. <laughs> You know, what if I what if I want to build something on my property that's thumbing its nose at the American government? Should I be able to do that? Yes.
0: You're a white guy, so that's okay, Mark. Yeah. Uh, According to Ahmed Rehab at at Huffington Post, leaders of AstroTurf groups opposing the not at Ground Zero Muslim Center can't seem to decide on an argument. They have thrown everything and the kitchen sink at us in the way of fabricated reasons. I presume he says us because he might be a Muslim. Uh, Ahmed Rehab is his name. First, they tried the legal route. When it became apparent that American Muslims had a constitutionally guaranteed right to religious, cultural, and communal services in lower Manhattan just like everyone else, they invoked the sensitivity to the 9-11 families line. We heard that one. Uh, When it was argued that there is nothing insensitive about Muslims with no connection to 9-11 establishing a center two blocks away unless you assume collective guilt, and that Muslims died in the Twin Towers too, they tried to smear the center's imam as a radical when it was revealed that the imams uh, or that imam's faisal's 37 track year excuse me 37 year track record was so consistently antithetical to radicalism that it earned him the moderate model imam accolade from this administration the bush administration the fbi and the new york interfaith community they then tried the sacred ground argument When it was revealed that the center was not actually at Ground Zero and that there were offices, delis, dollar stores, bars, and a strip club in the same vicinity that no one was taking issue with for being on so-called sacred ground, they then tried the foreign funding route. And when it was revealed that the imam has no intention of receiving funding from foreign governments or groups or even individuals with a less-than-stellar reputation, they tried the sensitivity route again. It seems that they just can't decide on the public strategy to keep Park 51 from taking its rightful place among Manhattan's blossoming diversity. Privately, however, there seems to be little such confusion. The reasons there are given clearly, and it turns out it is precisely what many of us have argued all along. Opposition organizers are motivated by an ideological belief that Islam is evil and must be stopped, and that America is Judeo-Christian. We'll continue with his evidence here in a moment. This is Free Talk Live.
11: In the decades to come, hardy adventurers will colonize the solar system, rediscovering freedom and finding vast new wealth. But the government of Earth will seek to extend its power and claim that wealth as its own any way it can escape from terra volume one the first trade paperback collection of the popular adventure webcomic series is available now for 12.95 from big head press at bigheadpress.com
0: this is free talk live you can bring up what you want dial in toll free take control of the airwaves Get interactive over on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got news updates. You get signed up, we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Uh, go to updates or excuse me, go to news.freetalklive.com Uh, That'll take you to a place where you can sign up for the updates, uh, which will be delivered to you via email, or you can get on our Facebook or our Twitter. Uh, Go to news.freetalklive.com. In fact, uh, I sent out a news update not long ago announcing that we've got another auction going on. You can uh, place your bid on the fourth banner on our website. You'll get it for a full month, and you can advertise pretty much whatever you want right now it's at five dollars and fifty cents it's a bargain now there are still another five days left uh, so who knows where it's going to end up i think last time this banner went for 76 bucks it's gone as low as 30 it's gone as high as i don't know 100 or so so you never know where it's going to end up all depends on what the market demands so if you want to get the opportunity to advertise in the fourth fairly visible slot on our website head over to auction.freetalklive.com and if you want to know about these things when they happen go to news.freetalklive.com com and get signed up.
3: Tired of reading about loss of liberty? Now for the first time, a novel showing how liberty can realistically triumph. Progress by Charles Stample. Order a copy from Amazon or for a free PDF of part one, write progressanovel at com. That's progressanovel at gmail dot com and experience a libertarian revolution. I think this is a uh, it's it's a great book for finding succinct and motivating arguments uh, for libertarianism.
0: So last hour, uh, we were talking about the idea that the the suggestion that the government people, the federal government, isn't really that far off from a possible roundup of Muslims in this country. And you and Sean kind of disagreed with me on that, uh, but I th- – I still – I submit this passage from the Huffington Post as evidence of uh, of the, the fervor, the anti-Muslim sentiment and fervor that would totally back the U.S. federal government if they were to go about something like rounding people up.
3: There certainly are people that would agree with that. They've called uh, the show. a
0: lot of them, yeah. And uh, the government, you know – they they've gotten away with some serious depredations in the past, and there's no reason to believe they couldn't do it in the future. So this is Ahmed Rahab over at the Huffington Post. He's he started out his uh, his article by pointing out all of the silly nonsense objections that we've heard on this program to these folks being able to build whatever uh, whatever they want on their property. There, in this case, it's the the mosque that is two two uh, blocks away from so-called Ground Zero in New York City. And so after he blows through all of those objections uh then he points out what it's really all about and as he says here that uh in- well i think that
3: the, that there are people that have those objections that he he went uh, over with uh, over there um that believe those objections i don't think that those people necessarily necessarily believe the things that he's he's pointing out here which is the united states is a is a christian nation i think a great percentage of them do and oh, what yeah, you need the to ask majority. yourself is if if you think that the uh, the mosque shouldn't be built two blocks away from uh, ground zero because it's sacred ground or because you think that this guy's uh, the, the, that it's a radical mosque or that it's uh, funded by uh, hamas if you think all these mm-hmm. things and then you you see facts that are otherwise ask yourself if these facts that he's uh, these these uh, beliefs that he's pointing out here ask them if you hold these ask yourself if you hold these facts
0: these beliefs, which he points out, are given more privately than publicly amongst, just amongst, you know, discussion groups with the, uh, the folks that would be advocating these excuses that you were talking about. He says the reasons are given clearly, and it turns out it's precisely what many of us have argued all along, that they, or the organizers are motivated by an ideological belief that Islam is evil and must be stopped, and that America is Judeo-Christian. That's it. That's the undisguised rallying cry on the private email listservs, the blogs, and the viral YouTube videos administered by the right-wing oppositional leadership. On the primetime networks, they openly lie to the American people about harboring an anti-Muslim agenda, perhaps wishing to avoid being exposed for their religious intolerance. Not for long. Check out this uber-creepy Tea Party email below, released by no less than teaparty.org. In it. Well, I don't know that you could necessarily
3: uh, say that what comes from TeaParty.org indicates what the tea parties are about. I think the tea parties are about a lot of things and that uh, they're. I think he's just
0: pointing out that this is coming from the top. Like, this is coming from some of the uh, the, the head organizers of many of these uh, events. Okay. So, what you're saying, Mark, is that the people that attend the tea parties might be uh, different in certain ways, but there's one thing that can be said about the people that are heading up a lot of these, and that is that they're bigots. Uh, So here you go. In it, the Tea Party folks argue that America is exclusively Judeo-Christian and that Islam should be, quote, expelled from our shores, unquote. And that's just for starters. The rest of the email displays a fundamentalist disdain for a pluralistic America and reveals chilling levels of Islamophobia and hate mongering. It poses the freakish question, quote, will blanket tolerance be the downfall of the Judaic Christian basis of the American society, unquote. It quotes select passages. You know, this is this is what we're uh, you
3: know the the boogeyman that's being uh, uh, you know trotted out uh, is that you know Europe is being taken over. France, England—it's been right. taken over, just about taken over by the Muslims. They've come in there; they're they're practicing Sharia law right there. By the way, the the uh, the Amish have been practicing Amish law in the United States for three hundred years now, and somehow they haven't taken us over. And mm-hmm. they breed like cats. I would like to point out um, they have a uh, they have a belief Amish system. People, you mean. What's that? Amish people. Yeah, they have a belief system that doesn't coincide with modern society, so it it's difficult for to really take hold and i think that uh I, I think you'll find as uh you know muslim people deal with western culture that they'll become more and more westernized um, in those other countries but the real problem with those countries is muslim people can go there and live for free they have social socialized programs that give them free money free housing free food of course those people that don't have to go out and earn money for housing earn money for food they don't acclimate as quickly obviously yes those people in those socialist countries are creating huge problems and yes i agree if you bring muslims over here and you give them a whole bunch of free money they won't let their women out of the house and they'll continue their their you know weird religion thing that they and cultural thing that they do here
0: it quotes select passages from the Quran out of context, a game that can just as easily be played with the Torah or the Bible. It then suggests to its members that Muslims at large, not terrorists, mind you, but Muslims at large, plan for the complete annihilation of the West, for our demise, for our destruction. These are all in quotes, and that yeah, they are. Remember when they called on
3: the somebody called on the show
0: on Saturday night and said,
3: "Hey, we saw pictures of of the people dancing in the streets from all over the Muslim world." When uh, 9-11 happened.
0: Yeah. And uh, they are working diligently to celebrate the day America will be no more. It warns that the United States' Judaic Christian roots are being God-shocked, whatever that means, and wonders if the courts should hand down a litmus test for religions before they are Expelled from our shores. Interesting. I'd like to point out that uh, in early
3: uh, United States, before the Constitution was adopted, um, they had they would have these religious tests for people. Uh, for, for instance, uh, Maryland was started as a Catholic colony, mm-hmm. but it was difficult to get Catholics to come over, so they were taking Protestants. Then the Protestants essentially outnumbered the Catholics, but the Catholics owned the land, and the the, the Protestants made this sort of anti-Catholic test, took the property away from the Catholics, made it illegal for priests to practice. All of this happened in the
0: 1600s in the United States. Could it happen again? 800-259-9231. You can share your thoughts, bring up whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live.
5: This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Yeah, I'm debating reading this release from the the Tea Party people. I'm not sure it's, I'm not sure if I should or not. And why? I, I, I know it's rambling in some some parts. I mean, they they start quoting the Quran, and of course that stuff's pretty dull. Um, I haven't read through the whole thing. I will decide on that later. But still, coming up, your calls about anything. Uh, we're talking what well, we were talking about. and You can talk about anything you want, of course. But we're talking about the the real underlying reason why people don't want. Some people don't want uh, these folks to build a mosque on their own property in new york city they've got all kinds of excuses but when it really comes down to it it's just based on bigotry it's just based on hatred of people who are different and fear fear-mongering about the evil muslim hordes that are taking over the world and are going to try to take over america and that we shouldn't be tolerant americans shouldn't be tolerant towards people in this particular uh, religious group and the details are coming out of uh huffingtonpost.com So, in the meantime, while I make that decision, we'll talk to you about whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. Also, want to invite you to our website at freetalklive.com, and you can enjoy uh, different features there that are free, like our Shrine of Female listeners. Uh, We've got dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo and uh, show that they are indeed listeners of this program. You can go to shrine.freetalklive.com, see it for yourself, and if you're a lady listener, you can join the Shrine there. Uh, The details are at shrine.freetalklive.com. Now then, are you fed up with uh, the bigotry, are you fed up with the hatred, the, uh, the continual increases in the size and scope of the government, regardless of whatever the excuses are for it? Are you tired of the, the state intruding ever further into your personal and business life? Are you willing to do something about it? And I mean something more than just vote for someone. Well, get on up here to New Hampshire. Join the Free State Project. The three of us here on this program are uh, participants in the Free State Project, Sean being the uh, the newest member of the crew to join the Free State Project. You uh, came up in December. When did you join in relation to when you actually made the move?
5: Well, technically, I still haven't joined. I never <gasps> signed the list. I never... You are a naughty boy. Uh, I am a naughty boy. I just
3: moved. This is uh, and, and this is a phenomenon that is relatively common. Um, and people, uh, you... Ian, scold me on a regular basis for inflating the number of movers. Yeah, uh, I don't think you can do it. I can't?
0: No, I don't think you, it's You're fair. not
3: going to call uh, Sean a Free State Project uh, He's signer? He's not a signer. He has okay. signed. And so here you have a liberty activist, an active liberty activist. One of the
0: best, yeah, most active, Who's picked
3: say. up and moved his life from North Carolina or some, some, some yep. one of these podunk backwoods states. <laughs> um, and it, it was kidding. pretty podunk and backwoods, yeah. <laughs> I lived in Bartow, Florida, and you got nothing on that place. Um, but anyway, so uh, you know, picked up and moved to New Hampshire for the idea of living with other libertarians uh, and building a society where the the, the maximum role of government is uh, protection of life, liberty, and property. Sound right, Sean? That.
5: that- Sounds pretty right.
3: Although I'm an anarchist, so but that that would be the maximum role of government. Would maximum. You se- would you settle for that? I'd settle for okay, that. I'd be very happy with that. Sounds to me like you can click, knock the number up. There one you go, more. Mark. You
0: can take it up one because you've got uh, you've got the I, evidence. I,
3: I've got three more that I can name. Okay. that I
0: know. So you that have permission. Right you have Keene. my permission to inflate the number by four. Yeah, I don't need your permission for anything. Any- anything else? You live in a fantasy world. Anything else is dishonest because you don't know how many people are out there who have not signed. The Free State Project pledge and actually made the move. You no, don't I'm know. Just, I'm just guessing. You could right. So what you could say is that on the Free State Project website, we know of at minimum this many hundred people that have uh, have officially made the move. And I would speculate, as Mark Edge, the host of Free Talk Live, having talked to many many people, that uh, as many as twenty percent additional have uh, also made the move on top of that. Of course, you have no actual evidence to back it up, so you just should admit at least that you are speculating.
3: So I usually try to preface it like that, but you you just shoot me down every time you can.
0: <laughs> so org. get on over there. And Sean, what's it going to take to get you to sign up? Are you just not a joiner? Is it possible to, to do this? Well,
5: I moved without signing, and I didn't feel right signing to move after I'd already moved.
0: Oh, it's all right I don't think that that's I don't think that there's anything wrong with signing after you've already yeah made if the move. you
3: if you lived in the state prior to uh, two thousand and four or whenever they uh, did, they did the vote two thousand and yeah I think I think four for, for the vote, then it wouldn't be cool. But if you picked up and moved and then you live in the state and you decide to sign up, I don't think that it, no one's going to quibble over that. I might have to do that.
0: All right. Fantastic. Well, maybe we can get him to do it here tonight, uh, and then we can announce it on the air, and that'll increment the numbers. uh, Currently, over 10,000 people, 10,368 people have signed up and uh, pledged to make the move. Of those 10,368, 854 folks are uh, already in New Hampshire, so you'd bring up both of those numbers by one. 800-259-9231. And the fact is, the reason why it's important to me, Sean, is because some people are sitting out there waiting for the number to pass a certain point. There are literally people out there who are saying to themselves, yeah, the Free State project sounds like a pretty good idea, but I don't know if I feel right joining until... 15,000 or whatever arbitrary number it is they've come up with a number of them was 10,000 they wanted to wait till 10,000 that kind of thing so the more Many numbers we them have the better
3: strangely won't sign up until they're ready to move as if they have to be you know the, the moving vans packed and uh, they're ready to go then they're going to sign up but uh, that that to me is is very odd i mean if you intend to move then the statement of intent should be there and you know what is it an intention the The intention that they're creating is that within five years of the number reaching twenty thousand, so you are talking at least six or seven years from now. Uh, that's when people are, would be talking about, uh, you know, moving. And I don't suspect that if you are if it, if you are a year late, that they're going to you know kick you out or anything like that. So I just yeah. this, uh,
0: I, if you like the idea, sign is the way I see it. Absolutely. Let's go to your phone calls. Dominic is in California. You are on Free Talk Live. The In Sean and Mark. Hello, Dominic.
12: Hello, thank you for taking my call.
0: Hey, Dominic, what's on your mind tonight?
12: Um, I'd like to point out the fallacy of the American Revolution. And before you um, denounce what I'm going to say, I'd like to point out that during the time of the American Revolution, I mean, there's been historical do- documents pointing out that George Washington was the richest man in America. Tom she- Jefferson was a very wealthy printer. I mean, part of the reason people didn't support the war was because of the fact that they knew that either way they were going to be controlled by a set of elitists. Okay. And, I mean, um, the way it turned out, I mean, they they set it up, they were pro, they were anti-British for the fact that it gave them more... Um, Gave them more power of the individual American control. Sure, I because think there's no doubt the
0: war, that uh, the the people who created the the U.S. government were just power. Many of them were power seekers. There's uh, no I doubt. I think
3: many of them were were dodging debts at the same time. Um, for instance, I uh, one could say that uh, Mark Edge. The only reason he wants to do away with uh, you know the, the the vast size of the United States government is because he wants to keep his tax money for himself. He's a he's just a greedy man, and it's true. I don't want to give. Uh, I don't want to give my money up to the federal government. I want, to, I want to spend it in the way that I see best. Give it away, spend it, and use it in the, in the manner that I see best. So is that what you're kind of saying here?
12: Oh, well, um, sort of to that point. But what was happening during the American Revolution, when the soldiers signed up for it, the American government wouldn't pay the soldiers um, for, their, for, their, um, for what they did in the war. And then they would, at the same time, Prosecute them in courts for not paying their taxes when they couldn't pay the taxes because they had been at war and they weren't getting paid. I mean, the way the system is set up, it's incredibly corrupt because even at the simplest level, since the start of the revolution, it was all just for another level of control. I mean, with the way that they did this, they were saying that, um, you know, um, British elitists were bad at the same time they were elitists. Back um, during the time of the American Revolution, 10% of the population. Uh, the Boston area owned, you know, 50% of the wealth, and it's just incredibly corrupt the whole way through. And that's what I'm just trying to point out is that. And the main thing people think that the way to save America from a totalitarian government, the only way to do that is to, um, is to have another revolution or have something similar in effect. Um, that's the way people are trying to figure it out. But well, what I'm pointing out is that even that was corrupt. know, at the simplest level, sure, sure. the American government is We agree. Corrupt.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800 259 Ninety-two thirty-one. The only way to get to a better society is through voluntary, peaceful means. And revolutions uh, historically have not been very peaceful.
3: Uh, by by peaceful means, you could be peaceful and not cooperate with uh, with evil people. Oh, I think, absolutely. I, I think that uh, the highest level of peace is not is not cooperating with people that uh, are you know have evil ends.
0: More coming up. You take control. 800-259-9231. It's free talk live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features on the site there for free. So head on over there, uh, freetalklive.com. you like the show, want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. You enter Amazon through that link, and Free Talk Live gets a portion of Amazon's profits. It's Amazon, the world's largest internet retailer, with dozens of categories, a whole bunch of different products, and free super saver shipping on a lot of their brand new items. You get your shopping done, you get great prices, delivery to your door, and you can feel good because Free Talk Live is benefiting uh, when you make the purchase. Go through Amazon. as we go to the phones and the fun. Ray is in Washington. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Ray. Hi, guys. Hey, Ray. It's What's the first on your mind? Time
9: I've- I caught your show live, and uh, that's really great. I'm going to be a regular listener now.
0: Welcome, sir. What's on your mind tonight?
9: You know, when you talk about religion and and what I watch go on and what I've known back from history, uh, this is something you really don't want to let get out of control. A typical example is just watching these latest rallies and these Tea Party people and then watching the comments after, and they ask them, you know, these comments like, Obama's taken away our freedoms. There's no difference in my freedoms. My, I'm a tree farmer, a logger, live in the country in Washington State. There's no difference in my freedoms than there was two or three years ago. Uh, not, not one that I can tell of. Uh, taxes. My uh, taxes are the same as they were two or three years ago.
3: Well, I'd say that uh, you, you probably, if you smoke, um, then th- but smokers smoke. have had their freedoms diminished. There was a dollar tax put directly on well, c- cigarettes. Well, you
9: would say that. Except for you, do have the right to grow your own tobacco freely.
3: Yeah, but that doesn't—that's can't uh, sell it. It's the right to buy tobacco without the government putting a, do- a dollar tax on it. I mean,
9: you know, here's a, here's a, a situation. I lost my mother to uh, to tobacco when she was 42 years old. That's terrible, um, and it got me to quit smoking. I mean, I, it, I quit it's hard too. for me. You know that without a doubt that takes down about 450 thousand Americans a year. And listen, I'm not. I wouldn't raise them at all. It's just like drugs. If you want to do drugs, I'd give you a 55-gallon drum of them. Uh, it's just not something I'm going to do.
0: So uh, you're, you're saying that it. you don't
9: feel like... I'm uh, just
3: pointing out that Obama has diminished freedom here in the United States. I came up what, with one what? example off the top of my head.
9: I, you know what? I can give you an idea of my taxes, okay? I'm a retired individual, 52 years old. All right, I pay zero Social Security. I don't pay one red dime in Social Security like all retired people,
8: mm-hmm.
9: and then I pay in the 15% tax bracket, okay? But when you take my personal deductions out of it, my taxes don't even come to 8% of my total $60,000 year income, all right? Yeah. I live in the great state of Washington, so we don't overtax here. There's no income tax here. So I, my taxes have not changed a bit. Now, I can tell you back when I ran a company, made a half million dollars a year, when George Bush was in office, he gave me a free car. That's how much my taxes were cut in one year. So, I mean, I just don't see the freedoms taken away.
0: He gave you a free car.
9: Yeah, because, you know, when he came in and he gave a a tax cut, that to somebody like me, knocking down a half million dollars a year, paying over $100,000 in taxes, was worth $15,000. Now, to somebody down at the you know regular level, Mm. it didn't mean anything. Now, before people just run out and think that I got that, I... I went to the eighth grade, and I got my money the hard way by working. In fact, I left my own home state of New Jersey and went okay. to Washington.
0: Well, to get away even from if all the you can't factors. see in your life uh, how it is the government continues to encroach, uh, you have to, uh, to admit that there are people around the country who have had regulations increased upon them over the last uh, several you know, decades. I, put out
9: a, I had a manufacturing business that was in the wood stove industry, and there was 850 manufacturers in the United States in 1988. The day after the EPA Act took effect, out had 850, 49 survived. 801 of us lost our business, and I was one of them.
0: Okay, um, so they you know, put you out of business then.
9: I just recently, my son. We have an equipment business. We import; it's his business now. But we just suffered a $10,000 fine from the EPA
0: okay.
8: over
9: brand new engines when we import all kinds of used. Japanese engines from Japan.
0: Did you know that they uh, that they passed? Uh, I mean, it's just Mark. You really having trouble coming up with ways the government has gotten bigger in the the last uh, few years. Oh, I know Any the th- government's gotten
9: bigger, but there's relatively not a doggone thing I can do about that.
0: Well, there's nothing okay. that I
9: can do. That's a very defeatist attitude.
0: That's a very defeatist attitude on your well, part.
9: It's not defeatist. Yes,
0: it, it is. There's nothing I can do. Is a very defeatist statement.
9: Well, what can? Yeah, I'll tell you what. You tell me what. What I can do? I mean, I like your show, and I'm just, I'm just giving you some points of what life is real like for a Washingtonian Well, well first of tree all, just, farmer.
0: you know, just so you know, uh, there have been all kinds of things that have happened that increase the size of government. After, obviously, the government has gotten larger. They're spending more money, and they're spending more money into the future as well. Money that they haven't even taxed from people yet. Yeah, yeah. There right. Trillions of not not
3: dollars. My kids' uh, future. So I
0: mean, right. There no, are trillions no, of. Hold on. Now there are trillions of dollars, uh, tens of trillions of dollars of unfunded liabilities for things That's like right, Social exactly. Security. And I agree with you 100. Uh, percent And the war. And etc. And of course there was a great example of one of the most ob- oppressive things that they've done is they've essentially made it so uh, private toy manufacturers have to force, uh, they're now being forced to uh, take their toys that they're making and put them through these ludicrous lead tests that are basically exactly. going to put all of those people out of business as well. They've made it so Goodwill and other thrift stores can't sell these uh, these products uh, if they're made b- before a certain date with these lead tests uh, that, that right. just came out. They're essentially having to throw out everything from baby blankets to baby, uh, baby baby toys and children's toys just literally wholesale throw this stuff out. That's just one example of many of the ways that people's lives have been ruined uh, just sure. over the last I, few I years. Uh, okay, my, so just because it hasn't touched you. I had son and
9: 30-year-old daughter grow up in a killer crib. A killer yeah. Cribs they won't even allow you to have today. Just
0: because it hasn't touched you personally differently in the last few years. No, it hasn't touched me have.
9: personally because I told you twice that I've been I, once I was totally put out of business okay. back when George Bush number 1 was in right, office. Right, right. But
0: you were talking about the recent years, weren't you? When you first initiated In the Israel recent poem?
9: years I was just you know, my son was just fine. We did just a couple of months ago over okay. ten thousand dollar EPA fine. So what
0: can you do? Right, that was the question. What can you do?
9: You know what? The way that I basically it, one one thing we got to understand is forty four seven percent of Americans aren't going to pay any tax at all. That's right. Twenty percent of the people in this country, like even my own self, when I was paying 100000 hundred thousand a year in taxes, and my sons in it, they pay the taxes. Well, we are paying $100,000, you're just an income tax. Your your
3: numbers are wrong just a little bit. Okay, tell me what they're wrong about. 47% of people who actually file a return, you've got to remember that 60 million Americans don't even file a return. So the numbers that you're talking about are actually smaller um, of the total population.
9: You know, when I just see people get back from the government $7,000 in earned income credit without personally hardly paying any tax at all, I mean, they get back more than they pay in.
8: Yeah. And what yeah, happens is, they,
9: okay, in a situation where you have anybody who's a productive member, I mean, like I said, I got out of school, so I saved you a ton of money. My son, again, didn't go to high school. He's paying huge taxes. I mean, these are taxes we already pay to go to these schools and stuff. And then we turn around and pay unbelievable, sizable taxes. We understand that these other people aren't going to pay it, they ain't got the money. But here's the problem when you, when you talk about our children paying for it. Do you own any tr- United States treasuries? No, 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 and I don't either, and I'm not planning on it. Okay, so the default will come when we don't pay those treasuries. Nobody's going to pay those treasuries off. You can't. Well, when Mr. Carter was in office, we were at that time one trillion dollars in debt. Okay, now if you to go look at Treasury Direct, you'll see how we piled that debt on and which presidents did that. Today we're 13 trillion, and by the time this man leaves office. We'll be $20 trillion. You can't have a $2 trillion-a-year income. I've only been to the 8th grade, but you can't have a $2 trillion income and pay off a $13 trillion debt. That's impossible. We're so subprime. If we didn't own the White House, nobody would finance it.
0: Well, I don't own the White House, so you know, please the don't include don't me. The people don't own
9: the White House. Yeah, please don't include
0: we we is not the correct word, uh, but uh, look as far as what you can do, uh, it really just matters how far you're willing to go. Uh, you can st- refuse to pay the criminal gang. You can move well, to he New doesn't Hampshire. have to. He, he's not paying the criminal. gang. I'm not paying him. I already right. told you that. I
9: already knew how to get away from it. And sure, basically, sure. that's that's it. Uh, you you've got to find a situation where you get yourself retired early. You know that Social Security is probably one of the most aggressive taxes alone don't pay that I worked, that was forty thousand a year. Nobody has that. to
3: pay so you, you don't. Have, if you don't, if you work for yourself, you don't have to pay Social Security.
9: There's no, no. If you're retired, you don't have to pay Social Security. I, I no, work I for myself
3: pay and I don't pay it.
9: You work for yourself and you don't pay Social Security. That's nope. correct. Well, you know, I don't know how you do that legally. I just don't under-
3: pay it. Have you ever cite me the case where somebody has been charged for not paying Social Security? Tell me. Well, you
9: know, years ago I I read a book by Erwin Swift, and you guys probably know who Shift. this man is.
8: Yeah, he's in and, jail. Uh,
9: yeah, and uh, you know what? I went to see a lawyer before I tried that, and he just clearly pointed out to me, "Listen, this man's book is probably correct, but at 20 years old with a family, you'll probably spend the rest of your life fighting." So I mean, I've just looked for other other ways. I'm not
3: looking. I'm not talking about income tax here. I'm talking about social security tax.
9: Well, the law says that if you have a business, okay, and you do not pay social security, sooner or later you're probably going to be with Swift.
3: No, it doesn't. Show me the law that says that you legally. Are what, you a What is the punishment for not paying social security tax?
9: Well, you know, I can only tell you what what, what what does happen to these guys in the end. You may, well, just you may be income young and not invaders. have it happen to you
0: yeah, now. Yeah, but- you're confused. You keep talking about income tax uh, refused Nixon. I don't pay that either. Thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Enjoy your retirement. It's Free Talk Live. Hour three's coming up. American patriots. Would you like to spend a day or two with other freedom-loving Americans? Learn rifle marksmanship while hearing the real story behind the American Revolution? If you said yes, then the Appleseed program is for you. Part shooting school, part oral history lesson. Appleseed has trained thousands of Americans nationwide. And with hundreds of shoots scheduled this year, you can be sure there's one near you. For more information, go to AppleseedInfo.org. That's AppleseedInfo.org. This is Free Talk Live. We are kicking off the third hour of the program, and you can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. Uh, Coming up here, of course, your phone calls about whatever you want. Uh, Still would like to play some of the audio from our friends over at Liberty on Tour. When they were arrested in Denver, uh, the police state, uh, police demanding they show their papers, and they didn't. And as a result, they were arrested. Uh, We'll give you some of that here if we get a chance. Of course, your phone calls come first. Uh, We just finished up a call with Ray in Washington who was talking about how now that he's retired, life is good. He's already paid all the taxes. The government put him out of business once when he was back in business and he paid in and now he's retired and yeah, they still take some of his money here and there but uh, overall he's not being taxed so much and it hasn't gone up in the last few years. What can you do about it, right? I suggested well you don't pay but he said he doesn't pay most of the the taxes anymore. So Indeed, it's not, I don't pay not I, a big I, deal. I, I, I don't think I
3: don't think I paid any uh, income tax this year either even though I filed the form. So I don't know if you For feel you, comfortable For you it's mostly about sort of a a symbolic non-compliance issue you wouldn't pay taxes anyway
0: if you feel comfortable or uh, if if you feel comfortable in your life then why do anything why why change anything for me it's about freedom uh the freedom to be able to live my life how i want without begging some government bureaucrats permission uh to do so and it's not all about federal taxes it's also about local taxes and, and state taxes it's all force being used against me and the people that I love and people that I don't know. And I think that it's wrong to use force on peaceful people. And I'm, you know, I think that something should be done about it. And I think the best thing that can be done is that people who love freedom should get together in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project and do whatever it takes, whether it's inside the system or outside or media outreach or whatever, to uh, to get the ideas of freedom out and to roll back the uh, the encroachment of the, the government people, the state.
3: You, you know, uh, I, I heard uh, sort of futility in, in Ray's um, uh, voice, I understand you know, the, the he understands. He he agrees. The government is growing. There's nothing that can stop it. It is, uh, it, it's usurping powers that it didn't it didn't previously have. It's increasing its burden on on the the taxpayer and, and people in general. And but you know, he sort of feels like there's not much he can do. And I, I would agree that largely as an individual, it is very difficult to do something where you are.
0: I think that people in Ray's position are in some of the best positions to do something significant. You look at someone like Julian Heichlin, who's a 78-year-old man who goes from federal courthouse to federal courthouse handing out fully informed jury association information and being arrested uh, for it on a regular basis, having the police... He goes limp. Uh, civil diso- civilly disobedient. Uh, the police have to carry him out of wherever it is that he's uh, being arrested in front of these courthouses. And the man has, I think, uh, you know, is amazingly cur- courageous and inspirational to a lot of people. If we had ten Julian Hayclins here in uh, here in New Hampshire, I think that would be absolutely fantastic. Because Julian doesn't live here in New Hampshire. I'm just citing him as an example of someone who's retired, someone who doesn't have a job to go to tomorrow, somebody who doesn't have kids to take care of that are uh, waiting on him and. Uh, and, you know, re- relying on him to look after them financially. Yeah. yeah. Somebody who doesn't have uh, the same kinds of somebody might have his house paid off. So it's not as uh, as huge of a deal if he misses, you know, he's not going to have a mortgage payment to miss if he goes to jail or something like that. But, you know, if if what you're about is living in comfort, then yeah. There's probably not much that uh, that you could do. You could take some of your money and you can send it to different uh, organizations. You could, for instance, send it to if you like civil disobedience, but you don't want to do it yourself because you don't want to be uncomfortable. You could send that money to cdevolution.org and fund some of the younger folks that are out there doing civil uh, civil disobedience. The people that do have uh, things uh, that they're you know they're counted on for and things that they're that are that they could lose as a result of uh, of doing it. But I think that retired folks should be encouraged to get out there and uh, and do more. They've got all kinds of free time and. They got all kinds of disposable uh, disposable money at their hands. They should be doing more rather than just watching TV. And I'm not saying that's all Ray is doing. I'm not saying that's his lifestyle at all. Uh, but there are a lot of people that are retired that seem to spend a whole lot of time in front of the uh, the boob tube.
3: You know, and before we on Free Talk Live found the Free State Project, you could imagine what it was like doing a, a libertarian radio show. It's not easy. The Republican shows tell you to vote Republican. The Democrat shows tell you to vote Democrat. Voting libertarian largely hasn't worked in the last, well, going on 40 years now since the party's been around. It hasn't really worked. And that's that's our suggestion. Hey, vote libertarian. Like it's not the it's not the firmest position. So it was pretty futile doing the show for the first couple of years. And then we found the idea of the Free State Project. And I don't think anyone can dispute that the idea of getting 20,000 liberty loving individuals in one small state is going to have some kind of positive effect on its government. The
0: statists are disputing it. They're saying we're going to be gone in another few years. No, some,
3: the, the statists are hoping that we're going to be
0: gone. Yeah. I own property. So the I'm pan. not going anywhere. You're a flash in the pan, it's nothing.
3: Yeah. No.
5: yeah, there's there's what, two dozen activists here in the Keene area At and least. they are responding to us across the board. They don't they don't even know how to deal with this. They have no, no they idea. Don't.
0: And then you've got something like what you're doing, Sean. You're doing the uh, the Robin Hooding on a regular basis. So it doesn't have to be if you're retired. It doesn't have to be the due civil disobedience. I mean, how would you what would you qualify Robin Hooding as? And what is it? Also, I,
5: I consider it mostly an outreach operation to reach people with some of the ideas of liberty to get them to come to freekeen. dot com and and see what's going on there. What do you do? And, what is
0: what is a Robin Hood? Well,
5: mainly what we're doing is uh, going out and finding expired parking meters. We Add some money to it so they don't get a parking ticket and leave a nice note behind.
0: So it would be a great thing for a retired person to do because Sean, you work full time uh, in many cases more than full time you 've got a job you 've got other things that uh, you know some web work I think that, that you do' yeah. you 're you're a young man there 's a lot on your plate that you 're taking care of, but yet you find the time to go out and walk the streets of uh, Keene, new hampshire and and feed these parking meters and you leave an envelope on the car that you know gives people a clue as to what happened. hey you know we fed your meter, we saved you from a a, a ticket and if you want to send a contribution here 's an envelope here 's the you know the address, et cetera yep. and you put it out there for people, and people send in contributions, so it's uh, as you pointed out before, it's actually managed to pay for itself, maybe even turn a slight profit
5: uh, it's no longer profitable. Uh, I had to buy a whole new printer cartridge to print up more more uh, envelopes, but, uh, but still it's an still, activism form it, that it, f- it's has paying funding. has for itself at yeah. the very least
0: so uh so this is something that a retired person can do right I mean, it gets you out of the house you're uh, you're getting exercise, and uh, you know another excuse to get out and do something and, and you you meet people. When when you're out there as well. You, of course, uh, frequently are seen in your cape as you're walking downtown with the uh, the "Don't Tread on Me" cape, and you get positive comments from people about that.
5: As a general rule, yeah. Uh, the occasional person will think I'm just kind of strange, which is well, well, wearing okay. a cape. You can I, yeah. probably get some negative
3: <laughs> uh, negative feedback. But um, do you have on this Robin Hood stuff that this paraphernalia that you put on people's uh, uh, cars? Do you mention the Free State Project in it? Um, I advertised
5: Free Keen. Ian's been paying for some advertising there. It's not a bad uh, idea. Other than that,
3: there's no Free State Project mentioned, no. Okay. I'm just, you know, the... the the, the, the Free Keen, Free State Project, they get bad press here in town, and mm-hmm. I'm wondering if, uh, you know, you're doing positive stuff. Are, is it, are, are they marketing themselves properly?
0: So, I mean, don't you, think, do you agree, though, that this would be a good thing for a retired person to do? This is an ex- one example of uh, some of the things that are already happening. I mean, I, I don't
3: know that that, that, uh, no, I don't. They've I think, got the time? No, They've got the... absolutely not. I think that only in, um, you know, that, that this is only good because of the negative uh, press that the free Keene and the Free State Project get in Keene, New Hampshire.
0: What do you I don't mean think it's, it's a, only good what, what do you mean there's
3: no there's no point in feeding meters for people um, in you know
0: up, upstate Washington no I mean here in New Hampshire. Yeah. Of no, course. I, well, no, I'm sorry. Everything I'm talking about is you're coming to you're New Hampshire, asked, right? Well, <laughs> and getting active. So the, the retired people would move to New Hampshire and then well, get a active lot of here. Retired people I'm sorry if I didn't make that clear.
3: Families and they don't want to move away from their gran- yeah. grandkids. There's not much
0: you can do. Then you might as well just watch TV. Yeah,
3: I, I just that that's the thing is I yeah. you know Ray asked what can he do, and I'll admit that's not much that the individual can do for liberty, and it's it's not no. easy.
0: Keep your head down. Enjoy the rest of your life.
3: Keep keep a camera on you when you can see uh, government abuses. You can send some them. money.
0: You can send money to places like org. That's a good idea. You can join the Free Talk Live AMP program. That's a good idea. Uh, well, so support financially people that are doing the kind of activism that you wish you could do. I'm going to disagree on the Robin Hood
5: thing. You can do that anywhere. There is yeah. somebody in Chicago doing something similar. And but what's the point? I, I, well, it... it denies the city of chicago the revenue of those parking meters the the the, the,
3: The ticket revenue they get the the ticket revenue but they get the uh they get uh, the dime yeah there's no
0: long-range goal though right in those cases there's no ultimate freeing of chicago it's very unlikely that that would lead toward any not in my lifetime awakening more coming up you take control bring up anything this is free talk live Live, you can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll free, bring up anything. The number is one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one tonight. It's Ian. And Sean. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. we get a lot of features. They're free, including our webcam. You can watch, listen, and chat. Our chat room built into the same page as the cam. Go to cam.freetalklive.com to enjoy it all for free. That's cam.freetalklive.com. The cam is brought to you by MemoryDealers.com.
3: MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, ZenPaks, and X2s. They're 100% compatible with all the major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off of list price. They also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. It's MemoryDealers.com. You
0: know, sometimes I feel I feel kind of bad about being such a downer uh, towards folks that are in other places as far as the, their chances of having activism actually make a difference. But... Then again, that's why I moved to New Hampshire, because I didn't feel like there was a chance in Sarasota, Florida. And it's not like you weren't doing it. Oh, yeah. I was one of the the most active. I I hesitate to say I was the most active. Because that would sound uh, sound vain. Yeah, too vain. It's just true. You said it, Mark. Uh, so, uh, But I didn't feel like there was much going on down there, despite uh, some personally positive experiences with people that I'd done some outreach to, uh, some success stories. But overall, the, there were no successes in rolling back the government. There weren't even anything that uh, resembled a success story. The only success stories I have were finding some great activists, and those activists have come here to New Hampshire. So there's been a brain drain as a result of that down in uh, down in Sarasota, Florida. I mean, the activism movement down there, liberty activism, has been decimated as a result of uh, people making the move up here to New Hampshire. I imagine that's
5: happening across the country. We seem to be drawing all the best. It's quite a commitment to pick up your life and...
3: Move across the country.
0: Well, we don't have all the best, but we've certainly no. got some of the best. Yeah, there, there's plenty
3: of people. Yeah, there's plenty of people in their individual areas that are doing great things. They've got family ties, business right. ties, whatever. They can't pick up and move. We
0: haven't convinced but Ernie Hancock yet. From it hasn't.
3: <laughs> the, get him all here. the activism in the world really hasn't done that much in individual areas. Government's still growing in New Hampshire. Government's still growing, but you, we've seen effects here. Uh, there's effects in other places, but it seems to me that concentrating people in one place that believe in the ideas of liberty that are active on on those ideas are are going to have an effect. And in the Free State Project, we've had several people uh, elected to the New Hampshire House. How's it going in your state Mm -hmm. for getting uh, people elected to the state government?
0: We've got uh, Rob back with us here in Georgia. Rob, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. We lost you at the beginning of the show. You're on a cell phone. Normally it's only one call per night, but if something accidental happens like that, we certainly welcome uh, welcome our caller back. Uh, so welcome back to the program. Uh, just uh, before you go on with whatever it was you were going to call about, uh, how are things down in Georgia? How's the, the Liberty scene down there?
4: Uh, well, <laughs> I wouldn't say that, that there's a huge Liberty scene per se, at least none that I, I can discern, but... Uh, Georgia is nowhere near as oppressive as a lot of places.
0: Well, that's, uh, that may be uh, certainly the case, uh, but have you seen a, a rollback in government? Uh, are there oh, exciting no. <laughs> exciting activism opportunities uh, going on there?
4: No, not at all. I, okay. That definitely is something that I'm looking forward to uh, New Hampshire for. Uh, my daughter asks me every day about when we're going to move to New Hampshire. Really? Yes, she does. Oh, that's good. Glad she
0: loves that. I'm glad she is keeping the pressure on. That is fantastic. Because I think that, just as an aside, I think that two of the most... Uh, the Two of the most effective activist groups that we just don 't have very many of are seniors and ch- and uh, and young people i mean seniors and when I say young people, I mean like high school or younger uh, there just aren 't very many people in either of those groups because young people typically aren 't very aware of uh, you know the the issues that surround uh, society and all of the government and things like that and then old people are just too set in their ways or or they 're too comfortable. but I think that uh, when you get out there, you get a little girl running a lemonade stand. And the cops come and crack down on it. That looks really, really bad when the cops do that. Uh, whereas if it's a 25-year-old that's selling soda pop, it's you know they're not going to people aren't going to have the same feelings about that. In the same way, a retired person uh, being arrested, an 80-year-old man being arrested for handing out flyers in front of a federal courthouse is going to uh, just engender different feelings in people than it would be if it was a 30-year-old man.
4: Yes, absolutely. Uh, young people are are um, definitely. Going to be extremely valuable, and minorities as well. I mean, I'm I'm certainly uh, aware of both those.
0: Absolutely. So, Rob, what were you uh, calling to share tonight here?
4: Well, about the uh, jury nullification issues that uh, Doug, uh, who's uh, a black person, who was having some issues with uh, you guys talking about jury nullification and talking about the ugly history uh, surrounding jury nullification, and those things definitely true. Um, I. Do object to his opposition to jury nullification. I think that jury nullification, you know, there are basically two methods which have been embraced by people who support governments in general in the past. Um, there are basically two methods which were used against minorities in the past, which are pretty much pro-minority nowadays. And those two things would be jury nullification and secession, because the 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 biggest policy which negatively Directly affects um, minorities as far as just pure aggression is <laughs> the war on drugs. I mean, it's just, it's not even close to me. The war on drugs uh, has made my life much less safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's like my life, uh, you know, I am less safe now. I'm, I'm 39 years old, and I am less safe walking around. From, from both the government and from both public criminals being in the form of cops and private criminals than my dad was at 39.
0: Yeah, it's it's a scary world out there. I mean, the the private criminals are out there robbing and and pillaging and doing horrible things because they need to get money to buy these drugs, which the price of the drugs has been uh, sh- you know, shot up, skyrocketed as a result of the prohibition. Uh, and of course you never know when the armed criminals uh, called the government are going to bust into your house thinking that you're some kind of drug dealer like they did with uh speaking of Georgia, a 92-year-old woman uh living in uh, one of the uh, you know, worst neighborhoods of uh, of Atlanta. Uh, they blew her away. Uh, Because she was in the the house that they thought was being inhabited by a drug dealer, and she had the temerity, uh, to uh, the audacity to defend herself with a pistol from uh, men who were attacking her uh, her apartment.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So,
4: uh, so as far as as far as that goes, um, you know, I, I mentioned one time when I called before that that you know i'm probably this this will be the first generation of black people who can who could truthfully say that they are less free than their than their forefathers i mean i am less free than my father was at the same age now my father was a lot less free when he was very young you know i would say uh prior to being 20 or so uh he was a lot less free than i am but by the time he got to the point where he was 40 he was a lot more free. Uh, in his 30s, he was a lot more free than I am now. He was, he was subject to far less regulation. He had far lower taxes. He had far less reason to, uh, to be just generally fearful of the police, at least where he was. Now, um, now, Rob, in, that's in a
0: that's, that's a statement. That's a pretty powerful statement, and I think it's a statement that you have a, a, a greater ability to get away with uh, than, say, I might. Uh, recently, over the Freekeen for or the Free Keen blog, I suggested that we are slaves, and of course, one of the opposition uh, folks, uh, the anonymous uh, haters out there, came up with the objection that, well, you know, how dare you even use that term? That's an insult to people who were. Uh, who were chattel slaves and I'm, I, well those you, people are dead can you hang on uh rob and address this issue of uh using sure. the term slavery I, I would like to hear what you think about it uh 800-259-9231 rob is with us in georgia one of the uh, folks over at lewrockwell.com this is free talk live have you been thinking about starting a website i'm gonna tell you about a great offer from hostgator This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your line at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231 800-259-9231 And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com And we give you the features there for free So enjoy them on us. Again, freetalklive.com Joining you tonight, it's Ian And Sean And Mark By the way, some of those features include archives So if you've missed a moment of the show, click and download They're right there, last week of them on the front page of the site Then you click into the archive section And you go all the way back to late 2006 All free, but courtesy of HostGator
3: That's right, nothing's, nothing's really free And HostGator is uh, the one that's uh, bringing to you the Archives. It's hostgator.freetalklive.com. They're a worldwide leader for web hosting. They can make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. You can create your very own site builder tools and templates right there at hostgator.freetalklive.com. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, you can let the experts over at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. Use that portal, hostgator.freetalklive.com. Get your first month completely free.
0: Now, Rob Wicks is with us uh, from George. I can use your last name, right? Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Rob Wicks is here from Georgia, and I'd, I, I was correct in uh, saying that you are associated with Rockwell dot com, having been uh, formerly written some articles for them. But nowadays, you're spending more time over at uh, your own blog, over at the Libertarian Standard, uh, which is LibertarianStandard.com. dot com. You and uh, a number of other uh, folks, – have had Jacob Hubert on the show before. Um, Manuel Laura is over there also, formerly it uh, also involved with Lou Rockwell. So some of the uh, the libertarian bloggers that you've seen over at Lou Rockwell are also now over at LibertarianStandard.com. Looks like you guys kicked off this site earlier this year, and I'm looking at the the blog posts here. You you had 28 in May, 31 in June, 32 in July, and then jumped up to 73 in August. So things are definitely picking up over there at LibertarianStandard.com. Yeah,
4: we're having a good
0: time. (laughs) So tell me about uh, the the slavery issue. I mean, as as a black guy, uh, 39-year-old black man, so you've got some perspective on history. Uh, Is it... Is it uh, hyperbolic to suggest that we, those of us living in the world today, are really just slaves on large plantations? Because whenever I I trot out the term slave in a blog post, for instance, over at FreeKing.com, inevitably people will come out and they'll say things like, Well, it's an insult to uh, people who were actually slaves. This isn't slavery. You guys have it good, etc., etc. What are your thoughts?
4: Well, I mean, you can't really insult any of the people who are actually slaves since they're all dead, along with their enslavers. Um, as far as insulting perhaps their, uh, their descendants. I mean, that, uh, the reason why people would give you grief about that is because you're white. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, i say the same thing. Um, I, I, I have no problem whatsoever with saying that, that I mean, all that, all that chattel slavery, not all slavery is chattel slavery. Most slavery throughout history has not been chattel slavery. I mean, that's, that's, that's really not the, economically the, mo- the optimal way to enslave somebody. It never has been. What, what's
3: um, the, what's so, the operative uh, difference so, between uh, slavery as it has existed historically and chattel slavery specifically?
4: Slavery In chattel slavery, you're considering the slave to be an owned thing, essentially like livestock, he's property. Whereas slavery throughout history was more of, I'm owning your labor. This is, it's a domination relationship, but there was no assumption that, this, that the other person was not fully human or having, or having, uh, having uh, the same sort of abilities. He was just the guy who happened to be on the short end of the stick. And it could be, and it could be me the next day. It, it, it was, it, it it just there, there was the, um, I guess the sort of the, the moral case for it is not the same. Um, when you start looking at sort of the moral case that's made for chattel slavery, you really end up having to um, kind of treat the object of your uh, of the enslavement as a subhuman, as some sort of a uh, thing. Yeah. And uh so you know but but most slavery it's yeah, you lost the war you guys you you guys got the short end of the stick. <laughs> you know that that's 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 kind of how most most slavery has gone. But I don't have any problem whatsoever with calling with calling it slavery. I mean it is slavery. It's just not exactly the same type of slavery. Um, you know, and, and in fact, going to slavery it, it actually it actually makes me think about when I was talking about the jury nullification thing that uh, you, that the that the that the writer actually mentioned that he considered jury nullification to be a barbaric practice, and it really occurs to me that the only way that you would consider jury nullification to be a barbaric practice is if you actually consider the laws passed by government to be real laws, and see, I don't consider the the, the the laws passed by government to be real laws just because the government passes them. I mean, the go, what the, what they really are, are, slave codes. They're just mm. the, the they're just the boundaries that they give the slaves. I mean, you know, they they they've codified it. They made it a bit more uh, uh, systematic. You know, they they have some method to the madness. It's it's not purely by whim, but it's still slave codes nonetheless.
0: Wow. Wait, way to put it. I, I absolutely uh, agree completely, and thank so you for that. It's,
3: um, Rob, it's it's a reality that if uh, we, uh, some people that are perceived as being white, I've chosen not to have a race uh, these days, but if um, if if we, people that are perceived as being white, get on the air and talk about uh, slavery, that we don't know what we're talking about. We are the highest uh, socioeconomic class the world has ever seen, and that we should shut our traps and continue paying the government whatever it is we pay them and uh, and and deal with the the subjugation, which is far less than 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 forefather your forefathers have had to deal with. So shut up and take it. You should
0: be thanking what, the master.
3: What do you recommend for us? Because we well, can't do I would, what you. I would
1: say
4: I can't that, get away with what well, you say.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, you can't
4: get away with. I mean, and believe you me, I say much worse than that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but w- what I would say is the people who were the the black people who were struggling for civil rights during the forties and fifties. People of that day were saying the same things to them. You have it much better than your forefathers. Mm. You're more prosperous than any black people in the world. Does that somehow mean that you should continue to accept less rights, to, to continue to accept oppression simply because it isn't as bad as it was some other place in some other time? Mm. I say that, that to me, that means nothing. You either pursue justice or you do not.
0: Mm. Awesome. Thank you, Rob. Anything else you want to share tonight? Nope, nope. That's all I have to say. You're just an uppity black man. You know that? <laughs> That's the way I got to do it. <laughs> All right, looking forward to seeing you again in New Hampshire. What's your plan, man? When are you uh, getting out of the South?
4: Oh, man, you know, I'm, I'm thinking maybe three years, I'm hoping.
0: All right, it'll be here before you know it. All right. Thanks, Rob. See Thanks. you soon. Bye. Rob Wicks from libertarianstandard.com. I just added it to my uh, Google homepage, my aggregator there one eight hundred two five nine That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up absolutely anything uh, to control of the airwaves. So we've got the Liberty on Tour video. Uh, these are our friends uh, Pete and Adam. They are driving across the country and then back all the way starting in Keene, New Hampshire, going all the way out to California, and then uh, heading uh, out uh, east, southeast down to Miami, where they're going to end their tour, their 13-week tour, going to be visiting with uh, Liberty-minded folks and doing outreach uh, to people that have never maybe even heard of uh, the Liberty message before. And that's one of the things that they were doing. uh, If you go to LibertyOnTour.com, you can see this this latest video. We're going to play some of the audio of it from you. I've skipped about two minutes, uh, two and uh, a quarter minutes in. The part I skip is where they're showing... Them doing the outreach. They're there uh, giving free beers to people at Denver's uh, Broncos Stadium. They are inviting people. Uh, people, if they want the free beer, they have to come into the Mobile Authority Resistance Vehicle (MARV) and they have to, you know, take a packet of information.
3: <laughs> they have to listen to the evan- evangelizing. Yes,
0: yeah, for for the free beer, and
3: yeah. uh, it's going fairly well. People See, Christians are... don't really have it this way. The Christians can't do the free beer, <laughs> <thing>. uh, uh.
0: <laughs>
3: but but uh, these guys at uh, MARV, yeah, they can do it.
0: Yeah, so they're they're having some success. And uh, they got people talking about freedom and they get some really nice clips of uh, the people that they're encountering and they're they're talking to. And then uh, what happens is one of the folks from the stadium comes up and says, sorry, you, you can't use the word free. So they had signs on the sides of uh, Marv that said free beer. And uh, you know, I think it's, it's I think free beer here or something like that. And so they were told by the folks that run the stadium, they can't do that. OK, fine. So we won't do that. And I guess that Adam made some sort of quip. About one of the women that was working for the the alcohol control woman that was working for the the the, uh, the stadium in that case well i think and, he
3: emphasized the word free um, when he was uh, re- reiterating back to her what she had asked him to do and she she took that as a um you know some kind of uh, some kind of insult some kind of insult to her thought, hey, hey yeah.
0: so uh i'll
3: show these boys i'll sit sick the
0: cops they up. called the cops and so even though they had complied with all of the stadium's rules about what they can and can't do as far as giving away beer is concerned Uh, the cops came out and we will pick up the audio here which is uh, pretty revealing of the police state in which we live we'll share it with you in moments at 800-259-9231 you can take control of the airwaves this is free talk live more coming up This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Even in these remaining moments, perhaps enough time for your call at 800-259-9231. That number is brought to you by Seykel CAI. 1-800-259-9231. And Seykel CAI presents you with this message.
3: That's right. Antiwar.com, your your source for antiwar news and views for 15 years is having their quarterly pledge drive. You can strike a blow against the empire and give to antiwar.com. Just go to antiwar.com slash donate, or they've got a telephone number there, or you can donate on the website. It's antiwar.com slash donate.
0: You guys should stop complaining. You've got it so good. Everything's great here in America. Why are you complaining? You're not slaves. It's not like men with guns can come around and demand things from you on a whim. Oh, wait, that's exactly what happened to our friends Adam and Pete from LibertyOnTour.com. While they were out front of the uh, the stadium, the Denver Broncos Stadium, handing out free beer to people, they uh, d- followed all the rules that the stadium had for it, but nonetheless, they called the cops out anyway. And here's the video, ex- an excerpt from uh, their video from LibertyOnTour.com.
11: Yeah, right, you ready? Here they come, dude. Yeah, it doesn't say. Okay. Hi. How you doing, sir? Pretty good. We need to see your ID. Can I ask why? Yeah, is that you don't have the right to be offering alcohol out just publicly. Um, we were told earlier that we had to take our signs down that said free beer, which we did, because they said that was something. And this would be the other thing is you haven't asked me permission to tape or record anything. Well, you're a uh, public But you get to ask. Duty. Yeah, but I, I want you to ask. I I want you want sure to ask me.
0: Now, what you can't see happening because you're listening on the radio is after he says, I want you to ask me. His mouth goes back in a little smile. Like, he's he's getting off on the idea yeah. that, uh, that you know, you should obey. You should just do what I'm saying. This guy is sick.
8: Yeah,
11: but I want you to ask me. Because it's nice and courteous. Well, okay, then this Sorry, is the next thing. Demand my ID. I do, and I have the right because you've offered alcohol to people that we don't know is underage. So, please, I'd like to see you produce your identification. What proof do you have that anybody offered anyone alcohol? The, the people that complain... That's Let's, not all those. Let's not get into that. Let's I'm actually sure just that. go with, are you going to refuse to give us a surge?
0: Yeah, I don't have to answer your questions because I'm in charge. I've got a gun, and you'll do what I say. And this is just exactly what happens in so many occasions where, uh, when I was arrested for having a so called open container in a local city council meeting, uh, I refused to, uh, to allow the search and I asked some questions and the guy is, oh, well, I'm not here to argue with you. I'm not arguing. I'm asking you a question. Right. Or, you know, the idea that, that
3: wanting to be secure in your, what's, what's the Fourth Amendment say here? Um, s- secure in your person, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizure. The idea that you want to be that, that's somehow arguing. Mm-hmm. People are those.
11: Let's not get into that. Let's I'm actually just go with, are you going to refuse to give us a last? Are you going to refuse to give us identification? Am I being detained no? right now? No. We're asking you right now because
0: of what you've aired. I'm asking Can you, you to serve for your idea. You Let me I'm have your your idea. Are out. you with this group? Yeah. Are you with this group? He doesn't even know who he's talking to. He's talking to Adam when he asks that question. One of the two men... He. Adam and Pete have cameras, so clearly they are going to target them. But the, the cop reveals he doesn't even Are you with this group? After he's asking for ID, he's presuming that he's the guy that uh, is giving out beer, but he doesn't even know. He's just harassing a man with a video camera. They have the obligation to find out who you are. You know,
3: they don't have that obligation. Their obligation is to see whether or not you've committed a crime. And if the no crime's been committed, the, 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 the getting of an ID doesn't forward that in any way. They're, they're, they're claiming that it's possible that they've given uh, alcohol to minors. Tell me how giving you my ID helps you
0: figure that out. Um, it's possible. They're not going to answer your questions. Right. They don't care. All this logic, Mark, will have, uh, have no effect on them, as you can see here. here. Let me have your ID. You offered free... He asks for the statute, Adam asks for the statute multiple times, and just look, show me your own rules. What are your rules that even justify you asking for this? Show me your ID. Give me your ID. Beer to anyone
11: that
0: wanted to have it. Right? As uh, Pete adds uh, in a title, and I don't think you can hear him say it, but so giving your own property away is a crime? That's what he's saying here. You gave away free beer to anyone that wanted it. So that's criminal?
11: to anyone that wanted to have it right? Under what statute? Can you just please explain that to me? Refusal to a lawful order a lawful it can result in your arrest. Excuse me, sir. You're, you're touching my property, sir. sir. With good sir. Conduct oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Guys, come on. I don't know what you're trying to do to me, sir. Let
5: me see your ID. For, what
11: for what cause, sir? That's sir. All, I'm only asking questions. Sir, you're, so you're so going to so damage my ID. property. I'm, I'm not going to damage your property. This is in my possession. I'd like to keep that, sir. Is that a lawful request? You are refusing to give me your ID. Am I legally required Yes, you are
0: legally required based on you've offered alcohol to people that may be possibly underage. Well, that's a, that sentence makes a lot of sense. Yes, you are legally required based on you've offered alcohol with somebody, at least so we were told. Maybe. We don't really know who you are. They're just making crap up. And it doesn't matter because they'll get they away
3: with it. They had offered alcohol to people, but none of those people likely were under the age. I mean, they have no
0: evidence yeah. of their claims. <laughs> right.
3: right, indeed. And that's what they're supposed to be operating on. What they are is they're infuriated that somebody would say, look, That's I'm right. not giving you my papers you, just people? because you've asked for them. You don't have any right to do that. And and the highest so, law on the land says that I'm supposed to be secure in my papers and effects unless you have probable cause. And you ain't got no probable cause, copper man.
0: Now, the video's title says that Pete apparently gave his ID, parking slips and Marv's registration to the officer. We have I'm not been that. We've
1: I'm making make sure easier. that you do not have any weapons. Because you are under arrest.
0: No, no, you know this is ridiculous. I am not. <laughs> I don't know why you're yelling at me. I am not. After he just finished shouting. This is where the uh, camera was taken by the cops. Which, thankfully, they uh, continue to recording.
11: Okay, please stand up, sir. You have sir. Please stand up. Sir, please stand up. That's the fourth
8: time, sir. Please stand up. He,
11: nothing it, if you will get out of our safety zone until this incident is, is resolved. Yeah. Please just stand over there. We have the legal right to tell you to move. Pick him up and get him out of here. Look what
0: he's doing. This is where Adam is refusing to uh, to go voluntarily with these kidnappers. You
11: guys are using force against a peaceful person. You think that's do? to to...
1: I,
0: I remember
5: questions like that would get through to them sometimes, but it seems like they have no real effect.
3: No. Yeah, like the, the question is that a lawful order? There's a, there's a question that doesn't do any good. I'm not saying that uh, I, you know. I just I don't know whether that does any good. Is it? Does it build a, a legal foundation? No, I they don't always think it say does. yes.
0: They always say yes
3: right, to that the, question. The, if you ask them, uh, excuse me. Officer, are you saying that I have to lick your boots? I mean, hell yes, son. Get
0: down there and lick them. Everything I say is lawful. Yeah, that's that's basically the way they see it. Yeah. So what obligation do I have to uh, to uh, to follow that order? I don't know that 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 does that anything won't make either. any sense to them either. They'll just say What's it's law. What's when a better question? What I say? Question? It is true. Yeah. What's a better question? 800-259-9231. You can answer it tonight or tomorrow or whenever. So they're taking out of the way.
11: realize is that all we, all we asked for was compliance.
0: Oh, oh, you... oh. oh, the thing you don't realize is that all we ask for is compliance. You do what we say, and then we'll consider not putting you in handcuffs and taking you away against your will. That's all you have to do. Just, Just obey, little man. Just obey. Who do you think you are anyway? What do you think? You're a free person? Don't you understand that we're in charge of you
11: asked me to go What do you have to go to beat somebody up? And I don't know why I was thinking I'd normally disagree. to be the right I can
0: chuck these guys out of here, right? No. We
11: were just going to advise them, get their names, but see they never let it get that far. You never allowed it to go where it needed to go. And all we were going to do is identify you, sir, let the Broncos know it. And look at you. I have all the right I have all the right in the world. You have noticed right to nitrogen because you have the best.
0: So that's uh, those are our friends uh, Pete and Adam being arrested at uh, Denver Broncos Stadium in uh, in Denver there and Pete was uh, loud. they did allow him to lock up Marv which uh, they didn't I guess they didn't have to do and of course the cop was acting like he was all nicey nice because of it. There's that scene,
11: sir. You don't have the right to lock the vehicle. You're in custody. You have to understand that. You know, I'm trying to be very very considerate and understanding that you just for whatever reason whatever are acting the way
0: you're acting and I don't understand why. But given that situation, you're going to go with us. You're acting the way you're acting and I don't understand why. Why would why would you little people do this? Why would you why would you uppity slaves dare to refuse to obey our demands? We just wanted to see your papers. Just show us your ID. Show us your slave ID. It's all it's about. Obedience. Just obey. And they'll leave you alone. It's what they want you to believe. But it never works out that way. Because the more you obey, the more they F with you. The more rules they come up with. The more regulations. The more taxes. The more obedience they demand. At some point, you have to say no. So, join the fun here at uh, the Free State Project and say no together with other people. Because it's hard to make a difference when you're in the parking lot of the uh, Denver Broncos stadium. More coming up tomorrow night. See you then.
6: You've got the world's greatest Labor Day barbecue set to go, and then you run out of gas. Dad. Don't risk running empty. Change cylinders quick and easy with Amerigas. Visit Amerigas.com slash radio and enter your zip code to find one of 27,000 locations near you. And while you're there, print out the $5 rebate coupon. That'll buy another steak. Keep the grill fired up. Visit amerigas.com slash radio.